Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled Stained Glass. It's a one-shot, so this is the only episode. However, we may run it again for different players, so if you're one of our players, I suggest you avoid watching this. I changed the title from the original, like I usually do, but I will give it to you in the credits at the end. It was written by Matt Ryan and Noah Lloyd and is available as a one-page scenario from their website, Reckoning of the Dead. There's a link in the description below. So, without further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. St. Bernadette's Catholic Church sits on a small hill in the Parks District of Kingsport, Massachusetts. Six months ago, one of her parishioners, Mrs. Sylvia Wiggins, was struck with tragedy when her husband of 35 years was gunned down by an unknown assailant in a parking garage only two miles from her home. Sylvia, a woman of faith, was stalwart to her beliefs as a Christian and prayed that her husband now rested in the arms of the saints in heaven. Her friends from the Altar Society were concerned for her health and well-being and tried to comfort her in her grief. Later, they told the situation to their head of ministry, Miss Virginia Penwhistle, who immediately took charge and organized a four-day tour of old churches dotted across New England. On the morning of September 21st, 2009, a Monday, the four church ladies waited in a small breakfast cafe across the street from the church. They waited for Virginia to arrive in her 2008 Chrysler town and country. They waited without knowing the terrors that lay ahead of them just down the road. You guys are all having breakfast. So. They've overcooked my eggs again. These are lovely grits. She's always late. This penny whistle. Always late. She's always late. Always, always late. Well, it, it 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 doesn't matter, dear. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. This is this is meant to be. This is meant to be relaxing. It's meant to be a break. Let's let's not worry about uh, little things like that. Just enjoy our breakfast. I'm sure she'll be here soon. Yeah. Well, what are you looking forward to seeing? Oh, I'm I'm just looking forward to to having a change of scenery. Something else to do for a, for a while. It's, um, it's nice to have a bit of variety every now and then, isn't it? Yeah. Is there anything else I can get you, ladies? My eggs. Can I have open. another cup of coffee, please? Of course. I I ordered my toast dry, no butter. Can I please have some fresh one? Sure. I don't eat butter. And I'm sorry, uh, honey. Uh, you you uh, you said there was something wrong with your eggs. They're overcooked. I'm so sorry. Let me go ahead and replace those for you. Thank you. Toast for you. Anything? Anything for you, ma'am? Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with with what I have. Thank you. And you, ma'am? Are you frozen, Sylvia? Sylvia. Has she had a stroke? I think she's praying over her food before she eats. Oh, she, no. She'll be fine. Let me let me get this for you. I'll be back. She leaves. I keep telling you all, you need to be healthier. Just get fruit. Don't get the eggs. Get the wheat toast. No butter. 
you know, I work out every day. I'm going to live to be 100 at least. Well, I, I, I've made it this far. That's, that's good enough for me. Sylvia? <laughs> she went to the restaurant. Oh, oh I didn't see I think she's still thinking about her husband. Well, I hope she comes back before the bill comes. She's done that before. Mm. Well, at so, least the weather's nice. Yes, yes. the weather is nice. Uh, you're, could be, you're going into fall, so some of the leaves have started to turn. Not all of them. In another couple of weeks, it'll be spectacular. We have to get pictures with all the trees, uh, with all the leaves turning, so we can send it to all the grandkids. Those of you that, yes? Yes, lots of photos will be now, Let me have Sylvia. a look at the, the itinerary that she gave us. And um, She's back from the bathroom. What time is it right now? Has anyone got the, the time? Uh, it's um, probably about 8.45, 8.50. Oh, well, there you are. Look, she says that we're leaving at nine o'clock, so she's got plenty of time. Do we need to get something for her, or do we assume she's eaten already? Well, I don't assume she's got everything, because she said in her letter, she said that make sure you bring any supplies and things that you'll need, so I'm sure she would have done that herself. Well, I don't want her to try to drink coffee while she's driving again because, yeah. Well, I think I hear the horn. Was that her? Um, well, it looks like Sylvia's drifted off again. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Do you know, I, 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 I'm, I think she might have narcolepsy. <laughs> Sylvia, wake. I think she's just broken up over all the events in the last six months with her losing her husband. Well, yes. It's well, yes. You different. can't blame her. I mean, when, when my husband died, I mean, it's, it's like having a leg off, isn't it? You, you, you think he's still there in the bed with you? Yeah. Well, we're here. Well, about this time, you guys see... Uh, uh, you guys see uh, Victoria's, I mean, I'm sorry, Virginia's uh, uh, car pull up in the lot of the church across the street. Um, you all know that it's a 2008 Chrysler town and country because she brags about it all the time. It's only a year old. I know. It's, it's, um, she she brings it up every chance she gets. I went to the uh, grocery store in my two thousand eight, and she get she grinds my gears. <laughs> well, she mentions should, the color of the interior, like she's talking about a new hat. Should should we should we tell her that they said on the news that they're recalling them for trouble with their <laughs> air conditioning or something? Oh, we should whether and they the are brakes. Some of some of them have got faulty brakes as well. I don't like the sound of that. Send her into a tizzy. There was a thing about it on 60 Minutes. Tell her after the trip. I want her mind on the road, not on having to return her car. Uh, you see her getting out of her car and looking around. Um, she looks towards the church. 
She looks around the parking lot, like she's looking for you. And then you sort of see it, you can sort of almost see it dawning on her that you're probably in the cafe. And she turns around and looks. You can see her trying to see through the window. We make wave to her. She retrieves a couple of things from the car in her purse, and then she starts walking towards uh, the cafe. And uh, the, the the bell rings as she comes in, and you can see the the wait, waitress, you know, like welcome, uh, welcome to the ranch house, and uh, and she just sort of does this and uh, walks straight to the table um, where you all are sitting, and uh, and uh, Sylvia wakes back up from her fit of narcolepsy and uh, relocated uh, she's out on the patio oh. <laughs> uh, well lady here uh, the, the waitress hands you guys the bill which is reasonable and uh, and uh, hey ladies let, let me take this one uh, because I've been so out of the conversation and I pay the bill I leave a nice tip, nice generous tip. Uh, Virginia comes walking in and she's like, well, ladies, I see you're all here. Uh, shall we? Shall we load uh, everything up into the, the, uh, the town and country? Sure. Sure. Yes. Yes. Let's yes. have a new one. Let's get going. There's, there's no time like the present, is there? Nope. We have a, we have a big itinerary to uh, fill. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun looking at these lovely churches. Great, excellent. Thank you for um, volunteering to drive us in your uh, 2007 uh, vehicle. It's very nice. It's a 2008, dear. How could I ever forget? I am so sorry, dear. I'm, I, honestly, I'm sorry. Thank you very much. Did you want a coffee to go? I got you. I have coffee in the car. Okay. Oh. Oh now, uh, um, should should I um, should should I put my my cross stitch in 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 my bag, or should I keep it with me so I can do it in the car? Can keep you do that, well of you? Keep it with you. Yes, dear. Yeah. The first place we're heading is to Arkham, which is just up the road. We'll be there in fifteen twenty minutes, and but then mm -hmm. after that, we're going to have a three hour drive. So yes, yeah, so well, keep I'm, it with you. Know, you. I'm, I, I thought I thought of that when I when I was packing, and I thought because it's 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 the Church of Saint Clair. That's that's why I brought my my cross stitch with me. Is uh, one of the things she's patron of is is, um, is is embroidery and needlework. Well, we can sit here and talk about it all day. Let's go. Let's get this show on the road. And she let's go. Walks out the door <laughs> ahead of you. Get up and grab our bags. She goes to immediately to the back of the, 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 the town and country and opens up the back and so that you guys can put in all of your stuff. She's got relatively little, in fact, it's kind of surprisingly little amount of stuff that she has, but I guess she's going light. She just has one small little case of, of stuff. Have you brought enough luggage? You'd did you forget something at home? I'll be fine. Hmm. I put my okay. stuff in the back. Me too. Right. I'll, I'll put, put my stuff in and... Um, who, who, who's hitting where? 
But we can fit I'd like five. Next to a window. We can fit three in the back seat and then one up front with me. Are we all relatively the same size? Do we need to take that into account? Well, uh, some of you are a little more muscular than others. <laughs> yeah, I'd happily sit in the back. Dor- Dorothy's well physically fit. <laughs> yeah, I'm a former uh, PE teacher, and she's very. And I always parade you guys into trying to exercise and walk around, and so you know. I just that want to I'm, drown us in the pool is what you want to do. I, I, I get I get plenty of exercise. I'm I'm back and forth to that dog park all day. I'm a believer in exercise of the mind. Sylvia is actually the largest. So maybe she should sit up front. You sit up front with me, honey. This is why we're all here. I'll sit directly behind the driver. Do you want to flip for who sits in the middle, Edna? (laughs) Well, Well, I'll I'll sit in the middle if you want. I don't mind. Oh, I'm good either way. So I've called ahead, and they're expecting us. They'll... uh, uh, the other members of the uh, of their of their churches, altar societies, will show us around. Um, you can meet the priest if you want to. He may or may not be there, depending on if he's out doing something. But we'll still get tours of the churches, and they're very very nice. And they have lovely stained glass windows and and everything. We're going to. Um, they're all Catholic churches. We're not going to any uh, any of the old ones. Or no, Protestant Protestant <laughs> churches. No other heathen churches. Well, you might as well be going into a, a, a barn because there's nothing in those churches. They're all just plain. Mm. Who wants to go look at a plain church? Everybody's been to the North Church in Boston. You just go to the mall. <laughs> Same thing. You get as much. I don't even think they call the North Church a church. It's a hall. Mm. It's about, oh. They all have church halls. So what is the first one again? We're going to go up to Arkham, Arkham. Uh, just north, and we're going to be going to St. Clair's, which Saint is Clare's. not the cathedral. It's a little church off the up in the north end of uh, um, up in the north end of Arkham. Nice on the the north side of the Miskatonic, and uh, it's got a pretty little uh, cemetery next to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I believe it is Father Father John. And we are going to be meeting with Blair Rutherford, who's their head of their uh, altar society. So let's get in the car. I get in the car and pull out my little Sudoku puzzle. Puzzles you all in. (laughs) Would anyone like a graham cracker? Oh, yes, please. I'm sure Dorothy doesn't. No. Oh, graham crackers aren't too bad for you. I'll have two. One for her and one for me. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And I'll stare out the window. Believe I've ever been to Arkham. Oh, I've been I've been to Arkham. I haven't I haven't been to um, what's what's the other A- Aylesbury. I've never been there. I've heard my I, I think my 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 my, my late husband um, he he was a salesman. He mentioned something about um, is there an Aylesbury Turnpike? Is that yes? Yes, that's um, I think he he mentioned something. Is it was somewhere on his on his on his route. We'll be we'll be on the Aylesbury Turnpike when we turn to go towards Dunwich. Oh. That place is horrible. Well, <laughs> we it's very small and it's very old. 
and uh, she's got you in the car by now. And and Victoria is one of those people who drives like this, like she's oh, like, like she's as stiff as a board. I hope. Where is her coffee? Does, she, she does she, old house. It's not like. It's right in the middle in a in a in a cup holder in a cup holder in her brand new. Sylvia, if she wants a drink of her coffee, perhaps you should assist her by opening it and handing it to her. Here's a straw. <laughs> All right, sure, no problem. So, um, you travel for what amounts to just about a half an hour. She's taking it easy. Um, uh, traveling in New England, you are always, almost always, on windy roads, and they're completely flanked on either side by trees and occasionally they open up into small little towns where there's, you know, drug stores and, and, uh, you know, small little uh, Protestant churches. And uh, at one point you, you notice rather amusingly that on one side of the church are the Trinitarians and on the other side of the church are the Unitarians. And they probably stood in the street and threw stuff at one another. Um, awesome. Uh, it's all Greek to me to, <laughs> and uh, and almost everything is painted white. It's all white churches, white churches. And every once in a while, you'll see an old stone church. When you see an old stone church, you know that you're now you're going back to probably the late or early 1700s or or late 1600s. Um, and after after a half an hour, you arrive at uh, um, in North Arkham at uh, a, a pretty little church. Uh, it's old. It's a bit worn down. The uh, the cemetery, which is around and behind it and goes off into the woods, um, is overgrown but not unmaintained. It's the grass is clipped in areas, and but there's a lot of there's a lot. It's it's an old old cemetery. Right. Um, uh, a, a woman is waiting out in front of the church, and she sees you as you come up. And she comes forward, and uh, as as you begin to get out of the car, she's like, oh, welcome, welcome. My name is Blair Rutherford, and I'm here to welcome you to uh, St. Clair's. Hello, how do you do? She's like, oh, I, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, I, I'd, I'd love to show you around. Um, and she begins, you chit-chat for a few moments, and... Uh, she makes sure that you're all gathered together and comfortable, and then she begins to take you to the church. Um, it's a pretty standard Catholic church. Uh, it's a little bit more ornate on the inside than a, a newer church. Uh, there's beautiful stations of the cross. The altar area is very pretty. Uh, she tells you that the church was built in 1740, mm -hmm. and, uh, and that the cemetery is just as old. Um, and most people aren't buried there anymore. They're buried uh, farther down in Arkham at the, at the, in the, the larger cemetery. Um, there's some beautiful stained glass, uh, but it's about standard for what you, know, you expect from, from a church. There's a pretty, pretty organ in the back um, yeah. with uh, pipes going up. And there's, of course, statues, statues of the Virgin Mary and statues of Joseph and, and so forth. Um, so you spend uh, probably about an hour looking around the church. Okay. And, um, I'd, I'd, I'd like to, um, to light a candle, please. Of course. Yeah. 
Um, I, I might also too will light a candle. I'm going to try and do that at every church we visit. And they have like in this church they have the little red votive lights, which are very pretty. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Built built into the votive candle stand is the little donation box where you can put some food. Yeah. Well, some spare change in there, and I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that as, as we as we enter these these churches, are we, are we required to sort of? I think the done thing to do when you enter a Catholic church, if you're a Catholic, um, is is, is do you, you kneel on one knee and do yeah. the um, spectacles, testicles, wallet, and watch? <laughs> yeah, what you what you what you do is um, first of all, you probably have scarves which you put on your heads before you go into the church. Uh, there will be uh, a little basin I like attached to the wall with holy water in it. Mm. Put your fingers in that, and you you make the cross. And yeah, if you, if you're going to go into the church and sit, then you genuflect. That's what they call it uh, before you go into the pew and you sit. And then when you leave the pew, you do the same thing. You you genuflect. Um, you notice too that uh, in this church the the tabernacle, which is where they keep the reserve post, is over to the side, and that there are a few women over there that are praying the rosary, if you know what that is. The right. Hail Mary. Um, but you spend about an hour there, and uh, it's, it's all very lovely, and it's nice and cool inside. Uh, and then you get ready, and and uh, and Virginia is like, "All right, ladies, we need to get going to get to the next place. It's quite a drive. Uh, we're going to be driving out to Alsbury and then to Dunwich." All right. Yes, of course. I check it. I did check out the organ. I, I, that's my thing. I want to check out yeah. all, any small, organs that exist. Small one. The one in Kingsport's much bigger. Okay. Kingsport's church, the St. Benedict is a, is a pretty big, big church. I'm sorry, St. Uh, St. Bernadette's is a fairly big church. This one's much smaller. Right. Is it, is it well, is it well kept? Oh yeah. It looks like it's pretty well kept. It's clean and it's, uh, um, now the outside of it, it's old. It's, you know, 1700s, um, it could use it could use a facelift. I love a good old church. Now, what's the um, rules with like taking photos? Like, if there was a nice window, am I allowed to take a picture? Or yeah, okay. I Not just the wouldn't events, though, I believe they probably wouldn't want no. you to do that during services, but just on a tour, it would be okay to just take a little. Oh, I brought a. Sure. Little cheapy, you know, one of the ones you you used to find it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We <laughs> power the flash up a little. Yeah. It takes like fifteen. I've seconds. got one of those as well. Just <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's two thousand nine. We might even have a cell phone between us. Oh, if you maybe not one that takes right. photographs. <laughs> just a brick. Yeah, we'd have to be a big one with big numbers. We can't. It's Nokia one. one. If if you're not afraid of. So that, that right. radiation. I'm sure Dorothy's afraid of the radiation. The government listening into mm -hmm. our conversations. Yes, yeah. No, that that gives you cancer. Those things. Stay away from. <laughs> Put that thing on your ear and keep it in your pocket all day. You grow tumors. Tumors, I tell you. Well, I I I I I I brought my late husband's um, little camera. 
with me. Uh, a brownie? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's um, actually, I, I, it's 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 a little, um, it's 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 a it's a Russian camera camera that he picked up on a on a business trip. It's it's a, it's only a tiny little thing, but it's um, I can use it to take some photographs of the. Uh, it works. Yes. What I think kind of I, film goes in that thing? I've never used it before. It's just um, uh, thirty-five millimeter. Hmm. Nice. I also have uh, like a little sketchbook, which I'll just take sketches of of things if I find them pretty and stuff. Some of the architecture is beautiful. Yeah. Is it, is it called thirty-five millimeter in America, or do you call it like? Um, they probably have a funny name. We call we it call 35 not thirty-five millimeter. We don't call it one point three inches. Or no, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you finish with that church, and you, you hop in the car. You have a long drive, and it's. Uh, I'm just going to take a photograph of the outside of the, uh, the church just before we go. So, uh, we should get one of all of us together at some point in case one of us doesn't make yes. it back. Yes. Oh, <laughs> rather a morbid way of looking at it. <laughs> um, so you drive the three hours that it takes to get to Alsbury. And, uh, uh, you arrive at, at St. Luke's Church. You meet uh, the woman who is the head of their altered society, Pinky Throm. <clears throat> and you also get to meet Father Gabriel. But once again, it's, it's a standard church, uh, uh, different, slightly different, different windows, different, different decor. Uh, this one's... Father Gabriel? Mm-hmm. What's that? Oh, no, no, never mind. He's uh, always tooting his own horn. Uh, their, their church was built in 1689. So it's older still. Oh, my gosh. And after you spend a little time there, uh, you break for lunch, uh, which you eat at a small little diner that you find in Alsbury. Alsbury is pretty, pretty decent-sized town. Mm-hmm. And... After that, you head towards Dunwich, or Dunwich, some people call it. Um, now, Dunwich is, is a strange little town. Um, the road leading out there doesn't look like it's well-kept very much. There's not a lot of people going out there. The, uh, the trees kind of close in uh, tightly uh, to the road, and uh, the, uh, the undergrowth... Uh, seems to grow with a rather bizarre exuberance. There's just a lot of skunk cabbage and strange-looking things growing out there. And the uh, the farmhouses seem a little bit more furtive and unwelcoming and, uh, and distant. And the uh, when you finally arrive in Dunwich, it almost seems like some of the buildings... Uh, some of them are two and three story, but they're not like modern two and three story. They're older buildings and they almost seem to, to lean in over the, the roads. Um, and in the middle of town is a small little church, uh, St. Damiens. 
and it's an old stone church once again. Uh, looks even older in its architectural style than, than the others. Mm -hmm. And waiting there, as in the other one, are, are a couple of women. Uh, one of them steps forward to the car as you park, and um, she comes up and she introduces herself. Uh, I am, uh, I am Miss uh, Asenath Devlinson. I'm the uh, the leader of the uh, the Altar Society. Welcome to our church. It's a pleasure to meet you. Hello. What was her name again? I'm sorry. Um, it's an old-fashioned name. My name is Asenath. Asenath. Did you say Asenath Dudley? Uh, Devlinson. 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 Short-term memory. It's age, you know. It's the first thing to go. Sometimes I end up in the bathroom and I, I, I can't remember why I went in there. My husband used to say it, but I had head like a sieve. <laughs> well, um, what can I tell you about our church? It was built in 1625. Wow. wow. Goodness and, gracious. And originally, it was a Puritan church. Um, that, that must have been one of the first churches in the, in, in the region, must not it? Definitely one of the, amongst the oldest ones. Goodness gracious. It wasn't converted into a Catholic church until 1717. Um, of course, you know that Dunwich has a, an odd reputation for, uh, uh, how shall we say, a lot of the witch uh, stuff that went on uh, during the witches. <clears throat> and of course, yeah. uh, Dunwich was somewhat involved, as was... Uh, um, Arkham and uh, Beverly, places like that. Um, uh, we're not exactly sure who the original pastor of this church was, but since then it's been converted into a Catholic church. And uh, she takes you inside. And the one thing that's most striking about the entire interior is that the stained glass windows, there are no pictures of saints. They're all just geometric forms uh stars and uh and rectangles and i mean just just abstract sort of looking things, but not modern abstract um and um, they how, cast they cast a very pretty light inside the church how, how old are, the, are these windows of yours well uh she goes over to one of them and she says each of them has a small little dedication on this the parishioner who dedicated them this one here says uh 1829, and uh, they're, they're old. But uh, one of the unusual aspects is the fact that they didn't put uh, the pictures of saints into them. They simply made them uh, these various geometric forms. Uh, it's kind of an old-fashioned idea. Oh, it's, it's, Have it's you lovely. seen that anywhere? Do you mind if I took some photographs of it? Of course, please. I, um, I, I sketched them as well. I've seen it in other churches, um, not Catholic churches. Uh, hmm. I think that some other uh, religions, Christian religions, don't like the idea of depicting people in the windows. I don't know why. Hmm. And about that time, you see a, an old man come out uh, from 
the, the sacristy or whatever they call it. And uh, uh, he's obviously a priest. And she says, oh, here's, uh, here's Father Uriel. And, and he comes over and he greets you. Hello, ladies. Uh, uh, I hear you've traveled a long way. Yeah, yes, we're up from Kingsport, Father. Oh, that's that's quite a drive. Quite a nice drive, though. Where will where will you be staying? Uh, one of the hotels. I forget the name off the top of my head. Uh, at Virginia Pipes, up there. She says the Grey Haven. The Grey Haven. That's a fairly nice one. It's a beautiful old church you have here. Yes. She's got her quirks and uh, strange things about her. She makes noises at night. Um, but we've managed to keep her from falling down. <laughs> and it's stone, right? The stone church, you said? Or it's no? partly stone and partly beams. Okay. We've had to replace, a couple of years ago, we had to replace one of the beams uh, because of termites. Mm. You couldn't tell. It's wonderful. No, the story did a pretty good job of making it look like one of the original beams. So the whole thing, looking around the place, is, does, the, does the whole place look like it, it dates back quite a long way? The structure does. They've obviously added an altar and they've added... Uh, oh, so the altar's quite new. The stuff back. behind it, yeah. Right. You can't really tell because for the cat, they cover the altar in a cloth. So um, in this case, it's completely covered. Huh. Of course, there's there's flowers and stuff in there. Although the flowers in the church today look like they might be a little wilted. They're probably from yesterday. From yesterday was Sunday. Is there an organ and stuff? Yeah, there's oh, a I'm small organ at the back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I always um, wish I'd gotten to play. Perhaps I'd like American. to take a look at the patients on the, the windows while everyone's wandering around, if that's okay, just to get an idea. I'm sorry, what was, it, what was that, uh, Sean? I'd like to look at the dedications on the windows while everyone's okay. wandering around looking, just okay. get an idea of the ages and the names um, and such. Uh, Sylvia, when you go back and you look at the organ, you realize mm. that it's a fairly modern organ, probably the electronic. Oh, okay, so it's... Yeah. It's newer than the yeah. Church. There was no pipe organ originally in this church. Mm. Oh. Probably, they probably play, play that horrible modern uh, organ sounding, <laughs> like they're in the, from the doors. <laughs> All right, uh, Mary, you walk around. I'm gonna light a candle while that's going on. You walk around and you look at the the the, the mirror the um. The windows and what you notice is that most of them are from within a couple of years of one another so they probably they probably purchased them all around the same time people paid for them hmm. just prior to that um none of the names strike you as anything and and a few of them are a little bit less specific they're like uh, uh donated by john and mary uh, with no last name okay um, so anything, what, is there anything else you want to do at the church before we move on? Sylvia, if you're done playing with that organ, come look at this window. It's very nice. 
Spray, go over and, and, and inspect the window. Well, you notice that the window, it's composed of different, different colors of, uh, of glass, red and green and blue and uh, yellow. And it's mostly triangles and circles that sort of seem to form this pattern, you know, as they go down. Mm. But uh, it just looks, just looks abstract. It doesn't look significant. Doesn't contain any secret symbols or anything like <laughs> that. that we know of. <laughs> no, yes, it's very pretty, Dotty. So it's getting it's getting late towards the afternoon, and Virginia is like, uh, "Well, ladies." Um, we can head on over to uh, the Greyhaven Hotel, if you'd like, and uh, get ourselves settled. And then we have the whole evening to ourselves. Oh. All right. Let's do that. So, in fact, that's what you do. You head over to the Greyhaven. You, uh, uh, now, the Greyhaven is a, is a fairly small inn. Uh, there is uh, an area in there where they serve uh, food and drink. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what Virginia has gotten for you is she has gotten three rooms, one for her, and mm-hmm. the other two are for the four of you. So you guys can share rooms. Mm-hmm. I'll bunk with Mary. And are they adjoining rooms, or you have to come out? And- yeah, they're adjoining. We'll say that, but not with Virginia's room. Of course. <laughs> what a shame she has a suite and isn't that special yes. Virginia Virginia's an odd bird um, you guys share a kind of camaraderie because you've, you've grown up you know pretty much in the same area you've known each other for a long time Virginia She's a little bit younger than you. She's still in her, you know, probably late fifties, early sixties. You're not exactly oh, young duckling, but um, she seems a bit aloof. She likes to tell people that she's got new things. She's a little bit too materialistic, in your opinion. And at this point, once you've settled in, uh, she says, "Well, ladies, I need to do some reading." And she grabs her book and she says, I'll see you at dinner time if you guys want to do something. Or there's not much in this area as far as restaurants goes, but I think they serve food downstairs. What time of the day is it? It's late afternoon, you know, going on early evening. You guys are tired. You've been traveling all day. So, huh. well, well, let's go get something nice enough that you could make yourself comfortable. Hmm. And uh, you're not really hungry yet, but uh, oh. Oh, um, I've been snacking on the trip. My little bag of snacks. And you stopped for lunch just before you went to dinner. Yeah. So, um, so she sort of disappears into her room. Did I see what book she was reading? Is she, is she still on those mysteries? Well, it's some sort of a novel. It's a big, fat, thick novel. You're not yeah, sure, but you might have seen, you know some strappingly handsome, long-haired blonde man 
with uh, you know some Bob, woman yeah. in a in a bright red dress draped in his arms. Ah, uh, one of is it, those. Is it, is it that Fabio? <laughs> he's he's in all after ones, Fabio. He's in all but... the ones at the supermarket. You know, in the in the discount basket. I don't think I've got better things to do with my time. So, what would you guys like to do? Well, as I said before, I'm I'm happy to to bank with, with um bunk with uh, Mary. So I guess I go go to my room and start. Well, we can drop off our things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Choose the beds. Yeah. Make sure the room's nice. No little critters running around. Doesn't smell funny or anything. <laughs> and I don't know what you guys know about Catholics, but they have no problem with drinking. <laughs> oh, I know that. <laughs> yeah. Mary knows that quite well. So, ladies, is there a place we should meet up? Perhaps there's a, a bar in this place? Mm-hmm. They probably serve alcohol downstairs. Yes, I'm, I'm, I could go for a, a quick pick-me-up. Yeah, I would yes, join I, you. I, I, I think it's the right time of afternoon for, 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 for a little sherry, isn't it? Hmm. They do say one glass of red wine a day keeps your blood pumping, so. Well, mine's going to be flowing. (laughs) (laughs) So you go in, you find comfortable seats. Um, They don't really have a waiting staff, but uh, there is definitely a bar. And uh, they will bring you food if you... Mm. Um, it's not really their dinner hour yet, but when their dinner hour comes up, they will serve you food. Um, they've got a, they've got a fairly decent bar. So anything that you want, uh, uh, whatever strength you want, if they, they've got. I'll, 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 I'll just have to have a sherry, please. Um, a Monteleado, please. Ah. Dry. I'll have to take you down to the basement and show you where that is. Ah, right, yes. I <laughs> Back in the back, in that archway over there. Um, I have a glass of Irish whiskey on the rocks, please. There you go. Jameson's? That'll do fine. All right. Um, everybody do a spot hidden for me. Okay. Let's... Oh, five. Thirty-five. Yep. Pass. Two. Oof. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Almost my body, but now it's Edna. Oh, it. there you go. Two, I've, just, I've just put my glasses on. Oh, I failed miserably. Okay. Well, Mary, you're not. Right, Edna. Sylvia, you're watching the other two, and and uh, Edna, you see it first, and then Dorothy, you notice, but. As you're sitting there, and you're talking, and you're 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 enjoying yourselves, and, um, you look over and you think that out of the window, you think you see Virginia go by. Hmm. Was that Virginia? Yeah, I was just gonna say the same thing. I Dottie, think... you're quick. Go look. You're faster uh, than us. Take a peek. I'll take, I have my trainers on, so I'll take a quick sprint over there. Okay. So you go over to the window and you look out, 
And from that vantage point, you can see the car, the town and country. And the, the door in the front seat is open. And um, Virginia's big butt is like pointing right at you. She's in the car, leaning forward, maybe getting something, maybe something mm-hmm. that fell out of her pocket or something that, that she's looking for in the car. And you see her rummage around for a second, and then she, she gets up and closes that door, and she goes around to the other side and uh, does the same thing. You can tell she's, she's like looking for something that's maybe under the seat or, like I say, something that maybe fell out of her purse or, or something. She does that for just a couple of minutes, and then she finally stands up, and she looks a little miffed. And uh, she looks around, closes the door, and then um, so, sort of sulkily look, comes walking back to the, the, the inn um, rather briskly, you know. Um, but uh, when she does, she comes through the door and she sees you standing there. And as she sees you, she's, she just sort of waves like this and goes right back up the stairs. All right. So mm-hmm. I walk back over to the table and I go, well, ladies, um, so she was reading her romance novel upstairs. I think she uh, forgot to plug to her little friend and uh, was frantically mm-hmm. looking under the seat and in her bag. And then uh, so I think she, uh, or either that or she forgot, lost her medicine on the car she saw me wave to me and went back upstairs kind of i don't know like a little sullen or sulking or that's why it made me think she forgot her toy no idea what you're talking about you've been around the block once or twice i not come on i walk the dogs around the block I mean. <laughs> it's the eagle eye edna you know what i mean after about a half an hour Virginia comes down, and she joins you. And about this is the about the time you guys eat. And the food's pretty good. It's mediocre, but it's okay. And uh, you drink a little more. And then it's about 8 o'clock. And Virginia's like, well, it's my bedtime. And uh, she says, ladies, we'll, we'll be leaving bright and early in the morning, uh, just like we did today. We are going to be traveling... Uh, we've got one more stop here in uh, in Massachusetts, and then we're going into New York. Mm. Uh, New York, New Hampshire, uh, and then Maine. And uh, then we come back home. So everybody have a pleasant evening. Say your prayers. And uh, she turns around and walks away. Good night, Virginia. Certainly not, not very much to do in... in Dunwich, is that? No, no, let's have another drink. Pretty much. How are you doing, Sylvia, by the way? Just, <laughs> Sylvia, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I, I suppose it's, it's nice to be around friends and, and, um, and things. But, uh, yes, there's, there's still some, I, I miss my, my late husband, obviously. As I take another swig of my my whiskey, it's my third one. <laughs> well, I just had that one glass of red wine. That's all I had. 
I'm, I'm onto the port now. Oh. Well, Sylvia, you know my favorite well, Bible verse. Don't you remember? Proverbs oh, I'm 31. sure you're going to remind me. I, get, I order another drink for both of us. I've already done that, but remember, give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish and wine to those that be of heavy hearts, my dear. Ah, how fitting. And I thank her for the, for the, for the drink and yes. I'll toss mine back. <laughs> yeah. The barman, uh, he comes over to your table and he uh, says, you mind if I, you know, get your plates, ladies? Are you all enjoying yourselves? Oh, thank you. Yes, everything was good. Yes. Uh, yes, it was whiskey. an excellent meatball sandwich. Another whiskey for you? Ah, uh, yes, yes, please. All right. So he starts gathering your things. Is this, where are you ladies coming from? Kingsport. Kingsport. Wow, that's quite a drive for you ladies. What are you all doing? Were you going somewhere, visiting family? Two, two other churches. Oh, you're touring some of the churches, huh? Yeah, there's some beautiful old churches out in this direction. Yes, we saw quite a lovely one today uh, uh, out in, Dun uh, in Dunwich. It was um, made in 1625, I believe. Oh, that's the old, uh, what, San Damiel's? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's a pretty old church. There's some older ones still farther out there. Oh, wow. Really? Older than that? Where, uh, where are you all going? Where are you going after this? Uh, New York, I believe, is the next stop. Well, yeah. We're not that far at this point. Mm. So, wow. That's, that's, so this is this like, uh, just, just for the fun of it, you're going to look at all these churches? Kind of a girl's um, weekend together, you know, just to get away and enjoy ourselves. Hmm. Well, if I were you, I'd head over to Atlantic City or uh, <laughs> I guess That's Las true. Vegas is a little bit too far away for you ladies, huh? My second favorite Twinkle. thing here at church. Bingo! <laughs> bingo. You win a lot of money at bingo, huh? You <laughs> win money at bingo? Yeah. It's big money in bingo. It depends where you go. Sometimes it's just lower prizes. Yes. Uh, but the good ones, there's money. Well, ladies, you enjoy your evening. Um, uh, I believe, uh, he says, I'll, I'll leave your tab here on the table. Thank you. Thank you, dear. Which he does, and he cleans up your table and brings you whatever drinks you want. If you want more, if you want coffee or whatever. So it's about nine o'clock. Do you guys want to do anything, or you want to retire for the evening? What time are we supposed to be getting up to go? We'll probably be starting again around nine. Mm, not too bad. We'll take a quick walk around the mm -hmm. hotel. Or yeah, I'll, I'll join you from one side. Yeah. There's not too much to it. Um, from here, you can walk. You know, if you wanted to actually go for a walk, you could walk into the center of Dunwich. Dunwich mm -hmm. And uh, there's the old church. 
and uh, you can kind of walk, you know, it's actually kind of in the center of the town, so you can walk all the way around it. Um, shops are all closed. Um, there are uh, kind of old-fashioned street lights, you know, they're, mm. they were probably originally gas light, and they were mm. eventually just transformed into electric, but they're, they kept the same old iron. The same look. Yeah. Yeah. The church um, at night is it must be quite a quite a, a view. Yeah, it's it's lovely. They've got electric uh, lights outside shining up onto the church, right? To light it up and make it pretty. Um, but it doesn't look like there's any activity inside. It's dark inside. Mm. Um, there's probably a rectory building attached to it where the priest lives, and that's that's probably got lights on. Mm. all right yeah so you walk around nothing happens you might see a couple of people walking on the street say hello and say hello everything seems actually quite nice and eventually you end up back in your hotel and uh i'm going to assume unless you have something you want to do you're going to go to sleep yes call it a night Sylvia, as you drift off to sleep, you find yourself in smoke. There's smoke all around you, and you realize that you're in a room. The the smell is distinctly uh, uh, cigarette and cigar smoke, and something else, something odd. There's a, a, a strange, strange smell, something that, something that you thought you smelled once in your house, but you didn't know what it was, and it, it was gone. And as you move forward through the smoke, you see there's a table, a round table, and there's a bunch of men sitting around the table, and they look like they're they're out of their minds. They're, they're off somewhere. And uh, you look across the table and your husband is sitting there. And he has a little glass pipe. Mm. And he seems to be smoking something, uh, some drug. Uh, you've think you've seen it on TV shows on those crime dramas. You think he's smoking crack cocaine. And as, as you're seeing this, you get the distinct feeling that there is something behind you and that it's watching with you. And a man on the other end of the table gets up, he pulls out a gun and he fires it into the face of your husband. Oh, no. And you wake up with a start and do a sanity roll. But okay. this is all going to be happening at the same time. So you're going to. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who is in the same room with Sylvia? Mary. Mary. All right. Mary. That is a file. Okay. Uh, I would like you to take. Um, where is it? Uh, uh, one D four. 
Okay. Two. And you are, and you are very, um, very shaken. Agitated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mary, you yes. are asleep. As you drift off into sleep, um, you find yourself in a room. There's smoke all around you, but there's there's a noise, kind of a a vibrating noise all around you, and the uh, the smoke is changing colors. There's reds, and yellows, and greens, and and they're moving in the in the smoke, and there's something right in front of you, and it's it's kind of silver and long in front of you and you you put your hands on it and it's cold and at first you think you're losing your balance because you begin to you begin to swing around this this pole and you realize there's music around you this thundering sort of music and there are people all down in front of you men and they're watching you. And suddenly one of them yells out, get off the stage. And other men start booing. And then some of them start laughing. And you realize that you're half naked. Your breasts are saggy and hanging out. You are in, in your... Uh, old age and you are dancing around a stripper pole and as you look over sideways the stage manager has leapt up onto the stage and he's moving towards you and he says I told you to get off the stage you old bitch and he hits you and as you do do a sanity roll because you wake up suddenly oh. I do not pass alright 1d4 So the two of you are going to wake up almost simultaneously, uh, shaking and terrified in your beds. So uh, the other two, uh, Dottie. Yep. Dottie. Um, you find yourself in a room that seems to be made out of metal. There's doors, but they're, they're not big doors. They're little doors. They're little doors. There's some doors are up here and some doors are down there and they're metal on this side and they're metal on this side. And there's a bench that seems to be running down the middle of it. And as you, as you walk forward, you suddenly realize that you're in a locker room and there are a couple of girls up ahead of you and you go over to them and you Explain to them how you really want to win this uh, this tournament, and their training is probably not enough. And you begin showing them how to use anabolic steroids to boost their their muscles. You show them on yourself. You show them that it it 
it only hurts for a little bit. And after you do this, you head back out to the, the gym where the girls are training. And as you stand there, you look over at Kimberly as she's working on running back and forth and maneuvers. And you think to yourself, wow, her muscles are, are really getting big as I'm watching. And she begins to swell up and she swells up like a bodybuilder, except the muscles keep going. And you've now noticed that the other girls that you gave the steroids to are doing the same thing, only they're not stopping. And all of a sudden, Kimberly explodes, as do the other girls. And you wake up with a start. Uh, sanity roll. Ooh, I failed also. 1d4. <laughs> well done. All right. Three. Uh, Edna. Poor Edna. Edna. Um, you find yourself in a department store. Uh, all the, the sparkly lights, all of the, uh, all of the glitter and, uh, and ornamentation and uh, you walk through the perfume counter and you look at the perfume and there's a couple of samples that are there in really pretty little bottles. And you look around to see if the counter person's there. and She's not there. And, oh, you just, uh, you just push that little sample right down into your purse and, uh, and you keep going. And a few moments later, you find yourself at a friend's house and She's serving you tea, and you think, oh, she's got, she's got eight of these pretty little teacups. They look like they're antiques, and uh, they've got little, little flowers and green stuff on them. And somehow, one of those teacups finds its way into your purse. And, uh, and you're then in your own house. And there's all of these trinkets and all of these pretty little things all around your house. And you find yourself serving tea and you're saying to the people, my, my children gave me these things. My, my children, uh, uh, they came to visit me and they gave me these as gifts. And you hear a knock at the door and you go over to the door and there are seven policemen standing outside your door. And one of them says, there she is. And before you know it, they've grabbed you and they've cuffed you. And all of your friends are standing around staring at you wide mouthed as they manhandle you and they throw you into the door, into the, 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 the car and they slam the door. When they slam the door, you suddenly wake up yeah, with a start and go ahead and run your roll your sanity. 98. Oof. 1d4. So at almost precisely the same moment. One. Okay. At almost precisely the same moment, ladies, you all wake up with a start. 
of terror. <gasps> oh, 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 dear. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to give it to you. Oh, my poor Seamus. Oh. Edna, are you okay? Oh, dear. Um, just, oh, I just, had, I just had the most awful dream. Me too. Well, nightmare. It was, it doesn't matter. It was just bad. Oh. <sighs> I'm, I'm sweating. I get up and I go to the rinse my face in the in the bathroom. Oh yeah, Sylvia, are you okay? I am not. Are you? I'm I'm just in tears and I'm like, did oh, I wake you? Did no, I, no, I wake no. You? My my poor Seamus, I I it must it had to be a dream. It must have been a dream. Oh, oh what what a horrible horrible dream. I'm I'm sorry if I woke you, Mary. I I, I apologize. I. Maybe I had too much of the of the whiskey. I, I don't know, but uh, oh, what a horrible, horrible sight! Ah, I had my own. I had my own nightmares from the past. What? What? what do, do you need anything, Sylvia? Do you need anything? Uh, I, I think I just a glass of water would be would be lovely. Thank you. The walls are thin enough too that you guys know that you're all awake. You can hear. Okay. I, I think I, I hear Dottie and Edna is... What time is it? What time is it? It's probably about 2 o'clock in the morning. Dottie, I think they're, they're awake next door. I hope... I, hope, I, I think I, we're welcome. I think we, we might have done. Oh, I hope I didn't cry out in my sleep or something. I, I know. I yelled when I woke so up. I, I'll say it was me if you want. Don't, I knock on there lightly. And I yes. say, um, come in, come in, yeah. Hey, I'm so sorry. I, I kind of had a nightmare. I'm sorry for waking you too. I, I had a nightmare. I, I saw my, my poor Seamus. Mary had a nightmare as well. Yes. Really? That's weird. I don't wish to speak of it. Me neither. I'm, I'm just drinking the water that Mary's brought me from the bathroom, I'm assuming. Yes, of course. I brought one. I got one for each of us. Yeah. I st stick my head back in. Edna, I think they they actually had bad dreams too. Was there something in the food? What did we all eat the same things? No. Maybe it's these beds or something. Are there any? Do we hear any noises? Is there some humming or something that might set us off? Or Dottie, you know about this stuff. What causes? Dreams. Cell phones. Of course. And bananas, I'm sure. And no, bananas are good did, for you. Did, did we eat any cheese before we went to bed? No, I don't eat cheese that, in that, my that, dinner. Any gassy foods, cucumbers. Cheese, did, cheese did before we... you go to bed will give you nightmares. It's cabbage. Was nightmares. anyone eating cabbage? No, well, we all drank different things too. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and we're sleeping in strange beds. Don't don't forget that. That's, yeah, that, that doesn't that's usually awesome. bother. <clears throat> hmm. Well, you ladies ponder this for a while, but you're still very sleepy. It's the new technology in her car. Do we want to double up, God? Do, do, do you, are you okay? Do we do we need to double up in our rooms? Are you okay? Quadruple up. Quadruple double double up. <laughs> um, well, I must say, I'm, I'm, I'm. At first, I, I was a bit peeved that Virginia got her own room, but now I'm quite happy to, to have someone, someone. Well, let's, 
Okay, we can shove the beds closer together if you wish, if you feel the need to be close. And we can leave the adjoining door open so we can Yes, all... I think let's leave the adjoining door open. I think that's, that's why it exists. And leave the bathroom light on and crack the door so there's a little bit of light coming out. Okay. We'll be fine. We're, we're all grown women. I've, I've stopped crying at this point as well. I'm just embarrassed and we'll just not speak of this. All right. So, um, you guys eventually go back to sleep. Uh, it takes a little while because you still have those vivid sort of visions in your in your head, and you also feel guilty. Of course, that's normal for Catholics. <laughs> you all feel really guilty. Um, the next morning comes. Um, you have a, a nice breakfast. Uh, Victoria, once again, doesn't really join you for it. Uh, she comes, you know, for the last 10 minutes of your breakfast, and she has a cup of coffee and uh, fills up her coffee mug or her carrier. Um, well, ladies, uh, shall we get this show on the road once again? Sure. No breakfast? I'm not hungry. You should eat, my dear. Dottie knows about what. Picks up a, a, a half a piece of toast that one of you has left, and she says, I'll eat this. She just gobbles that up. Oh, like, no, please. Have how far do you have to go? You've got to drive. How far is the next place, like the next church? Well, Gavin's not that far. Gavin Falls. I, uh, I'm happy to drive, my dear. Oh, no, no, no. I'll drive. And then Willisburg is New York, so that's that's another hour or so. Okay. Well, All if right. you need food, you tell us and we'll stop. So, uh, for the sake of brevity, let's let's move ahead. Uh, uh, you visit the church in Gavin Falls, St. Peter's. You meet K.P. Body and Father Victor. That church was built in 1779. Uh, you then go on to Willisburg in New York. Uh, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. You meet Donna Bishop and Father James. And then you end up driving for quite a while away out into the boonies. And you get to a small little town called Malhavik, New, New Hampshire. And this church, very old, very small, uh, looks like this. Ah. Very nice. Very nice. It's lovely. The lovely church. Oh. Looks like a lot of churches here. I, I got married in a church just like that one. It's gorgeous. Where is this located? I'm sorry. This is in a little town called Malhavik, uh, New Hampshire. And the name of the church is St. Artaxas. Um, a woman comes out uh, to greet you. And this woman is accompanied by seven other women. So there's eight of them. They've brought the whole, whole group of uh, church ladies from this town. Do they all fit in that church? I don't see that. <laughs> it seems like it's a lot of people to take care of such a small church. Mm. But uh, they're all uh, probably older than their. They're probably late fifties to early sixties or older. Mm. 
and they almost form a triangle as they come forward, like, like, like a flock of birds flying in the air. And the woman in the front uh, is a very sort of imposing woman. She's sort of, she's got a, a black, obviously a wig, mm. but it's, uh, it's, you know, done up, sort of not fancy, but, you know, old lady wig. And she comes forward and she's like, welcome uh, to our church. My name is Agatha Crumb. And she says, please. Pleasure to meet you. How come, you, uh, you know, we, we're, we were looking forward to arriving. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's not very often that we get people coming all out this, this direction to, uh, to visit our church. Such a lovely little church. It's a beautiful church, ah, yes. It's, it's very, very beautiful. It's very old, uh, 1653. Oh. Not the oldest, but uh, it, it used to be a Puritan church. Uh, it oh, also was converted was uh, to the Catholic church, uh, uh, actually in the early 1700s. Oh, lovely. And... Uh, she then proceeds to show you around. Uh, it's, it's very small. There's a congregation of probably less than 100 people would fit into this church, and that would fill it. Um, there, are, uh, there are a number adjoining rooms, probably the sacristy over there where the priest prepares for, for the services and it looks like there's a couple of confessionals on one side, which are kind of old-fashioned wooden mm. structures, very ornate sort of looking. With the screen. Um, yeah, with a little screen. And uh, uh, she tells you all about the church. It takes her all of 10 minutes to go through the, the history of the church. And, and, and it all seems very routine. And she says, now we've gathered all of the ladies of the town together because like I said, we just don't get visitors uh, that often. Um, we all have jobs, so we have to go, but we would very much like to invite you to dinner this evening. Uh, my house, Agatha says, uh, is, and she points over and she says, it's this house up here on the hill you can see it. It's very large. Uh, my family was part of this community almost back to 16 or uh, back to, uh, yeah, 1653. And uh, she says, uh, I come from a uh, once very large family. And uh, we have plenty of room uh, at the house to, to accommodate all five of you uh, for dinner. And uh, we don't have any hotels in this town if you want to stay here. This is, by the way, you know, you're, you're getting towards late afternoon again. So, Who else will Does be here? Uh, well, Sorry. all the ladies of the, of the, the church uh, of the Altar Society are invited. So it'll be just us ladies? So you have any other family there? Oh, no, no. My, my, I don't have any family anymore. They've all moved to other parts of the country. This is far too primitive a place for them. They all live in big cities. And I have a, I have a grandson living in California. It's a big group of ladies. All 13 of us, I guess. Well, there's nothing much for us to do in this town. Except grow old. That's true. So with that, she sort of leaves you 
to explore the church if you want, because she she has to go when the other ladies go. Yes, so I'll, I'll, well, I'm going to light my candle again. Um, light a candle. And, uh, I think I might have a look at the, the stained glass windows. I don't know very much about um, St. Artaxas. All, all I know about St. Artaxas is that he is um, apparently the, uh, the, 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 uh, the least commonly chosen saint for confirmation. <laughs> That's, that's all I know. Now, this is funny, funny that you find your sources in the same place that I find them. <laughs> I actually looked on least used Catholic names for, I'm like, yeah, St. Artaxas. That sounds awesome. <laughs> if I ever buy a dog, I'm calling it Artaxas. I would name my kid Artaxas. Just because. <laughs> um, well, you notice Isn't that the, Artax the name of the horse and not and never in the story. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You could be right. I think that yeah, I think it's Artax. Because it's Artreu and Artax, yeah. Yeah. And now the song's in my head. Thanks a lot. Sorry. <laughs> oh no. Now the, never now, the now Limal's haircut is in my head. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and that would just drag him. Oh, the feathering. oh, the feathering, all oh, the humanity. Has that movie come out? That movie has come out already, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's an 80s movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. 1981, right. I think. Sorry. So at this point, I'd like you to, you can, you can explore if you want. Uh, there's obviously more to the church than just the main church building. There's other bits attached to it. Uh, the stained Virginia. glass windows are pretty, pretty what you'd expect. They're saints, and you know they've got you know the saint's name in the mm. written in the window, and there's also little dedications at the bottom of them. Just um, I also, sorry, sorry I, I also light a candle and 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 stuff for for Seamus and. And just just wander around. Um, I'm keeping relatively close to, to Mary. Um, yeah, not for any particular reason. Just to sort of, I don't want to be left too too long alone or anything like that. Okay. So, Virginia, yeah. sorry. Did, yes. How did you sleep last night? Oh, just I slept like I slept like a baby. Oh. How was your room? Was it good? It's a little too chilly, but. Uh... But it was okay. 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 Um, she, she, you see her looking over and she goes, I wonder what that is over there. Because there's like a, there's like an archway leading to another, another place. Within the church? Yeah. Let's go. Let's we'll take a look. Maybe a chapel. I don't know. So you head over to the, the little archway and you find that it leads into a small little library. Oh, not a large mm. library, but it looks like a church library. Um, uh, the shelves don't go up much more than seven or eight feet, and uh, and they have a lot of uh, church books and things like that in them. Some of them look rather old. Why don't you guys do spot hiddens? Is one of us more of a church scholar than the others? Is one of us like interested in history more so? 
I failed. Do um, you have church theology as a skill on your sheet? I got 12. Uh, 49 for spot hidden out of 50. Okay. I have no such. I have church theology out of 50. Dottie's probably the most scholarly. Yeah. yeah. I would say so. so if, if we have questions about church history or even the saints, Dottie's probably the one to go to. Probably. Yeah, Dottie's probably got the most. Well, she does have church theology as one of her yeah. skills. Edna, Dottie, look at this. You know? <laughs> um, I don't know yet. We'll, we'll take a look. Edna, look, we found a little library in the church. Oh. Just... Um, so who got the best score? I got 12. What were we no. rolling? Sorry, I was out doing uh, my Just spot hidden. hidden. You were looking through the library. I unspotted things. I got an 87, I... so I didn't spot anything anyways. I got 97. All right. Sylvia got the best. I got 49 out of 50. So All I right. just... so Sylvia, you're looking... I didn't see anything there. I was, I was putting my eye drops in. <laughs> and most of them seem very standard for, for what you'd expect. Um, there are a few older looking things that um, they're not written in a foreign language, but they're, they're obviously written in English, but an old, old English. The letter yeah. odd, and there's that little F looking thing instead of an S and so forth. But you notice one of the books is uh, The Discourse of the damned art of witchcraft. Ah. Oh. I, I, I see the book and I, I point it out to the ladies and I say, well, this is, is quite a, just doesn't seem like the sort of book I guess you'd find. This doesn't here. fit? Yeah, there's something odd about it. Like that, it, it, as you say, it's not meant to be here or something, so. Well, and Dorothy, as you, as you look in that area of the books, you realize that, uh, that a lot of these are not Catholic theology or Catholic teaching. It looks like there's a whole bunch of Puritan sort of stuff here as well. Well, they did say the church start, was started by the Puritans here, 1653, I believe they said, so. If the library was still intact from then, it would have some carry over or carry on books from the original library. Some of these are look like they should be museum pieces. Um, could I roll an occult on that book? Sure. Thirty-one. Can I spend a luck? Uh, instead, roll a theology roll. Oh, okay. Reroll or that count that roll? Because I got a 30, 31. I have a cult 30. Theology is 50. Okay, or do you want let's, to say, let's say that you passed it. Something about the, the name of the book does seem a little bit familiar. Um, you're wondering who wrote it. Is there an author? If I look in... You, you pick up the book and you look yeah. inside. Uh, it's indeed a printed book. And uh, the, the date of the printing is uh, uh, 1615. Uh, and wow. the, uh, the author is William Perkins. 
I read that out loud. As soon as you see William Perkins, you immediately go, William Perkins was the, uh, like one of the spearheads of the Puritan movement in England. I relay that information out loud to the group. Oh, you know, 1613, and I explain who William Perkins is. Hmm. This is definitely a strange book to be here. So they've I've, kept books from yeah. before this was a Catholic church in their library. That's I, I flip through a few pages. Money, just to have it sort of sitting out here on a shelf is a bit strange. Could I do a library so use role to see if there's any other books uh, that sort of are similar to this that kind of seem out of place? Sure. Yeah, okay. That is a fail. Okay. Um, you find, like I say, you find either Catholic stuff or you find uh, Puritan texts, um, but nothing that seems odd or, or anything. Uh, Dorothy, as you look at this text, you realize that this was a book written by um, uh, William Perkins, a theologian, but it's basically detailing uh, how to identify witches and uh, bring them to justice, oh. which uh, you realize that William Perkins being the, head, the, the, the spearhead of the Puritan movement probably is somewhat responsible for all the witch. burnings and the witch things that happened later on. Cotton Mather was definitely heavily influenced by his writings. Uh, and he's the one who did the Salem witch trials. So this guy was highly controversial. I'm his, theology, his theology was kind of based in Calvinism and uh, you know, he was very anti-Roman Catholic. I'm going to browse through the book for a few minutes, very gingerly, you know, okay. I, I know it's a very old book. See if it's, in pretty good, it's in pretty good condition. Catches my eye. Nothing in particular, just okay. all sorts of things on, you know, how to, how to identify witches and uh, why, why, why the practice of witchcraft is evil. And um, it's constantly making assumptions like they, they're obviously in league with Satan and, uh, all that sort of stuff. Okay. I have to look at it for 10, 15 minutes. And if anybody else wants to check it out, if not, I'll you know, gingerly put it back where it belonged. Can I do an appraise roll on it? Oh, sure. Now you're talking. Yeah, that's a pass. It's, it's a pass on hard. It's an old book. It's probably very valuable. Okay. I'm like, this is... This is the the real deal. This is genuine. I mean, it's in near perfect condition for how old it is. It's that's one of the things that that I find so strange about it is is how well it's kept. And as you said in there, it's just sitting on the shelf. It seems bizarre to me that something of such you know um, good condition and and the amount it would go for now. It, it's so strange. Well, I should also churches are that, selling things left and right everywhere. None of these to pay the capacity. Pardon? Right. 
Sorry. I mean, they've been they've been well maintained. Mm. Probably Someone's by probably by the ladies of the altar society. Perhaps yeah. we should ask them about the the books tonight when we go to dinner. Yes. Yeah. Maybe they're not aware of what they have or if mm. how valuable it is. I want to take a look at the shelf, see if there's any empty spaces. Well, there's there's places in between groups of book where they've put little things, you know, mm-hmm. little statue of St. Anthony, uh, some odd little boxes. You don't know what they are, but they're probably gifts that somebody gave the priest or or whatever. Um, if you if you choose to look through them, there's nothing unusual at all. Um, the kind of stuff you'd expect to see, like in a priest's study or a, uh, a church uh, room. Edna, right. maybe maybe you should take some photos, and we can um, show them to Father David when we get back. Yes, yes, I'll I'll I'll, I'll do that. So, is there anything else you want to do in the church while you're there? I wanted to take a quick walk around the church just to see if they had any nice flowers or anything growing, or just to get the lay of the land. Okay. We have time to kill here, so. Yeah. Um, nothing unusual. Uh, some pretty little flower garden areas and, and all of that. You also notice there's like a couple of there's like a, a, a block sort of building attached to the church that looks like it's probably where the priest lives. Right. Um, and we haven't and met the priest from this church. You haven't, no. Right. Do we know the name? Uh, you don't, actually. You didn't ask. Virginia, do you know the name of the priest for this church? Actually, I don't. I don't, my dear. Um, I don't have all that information. Uh, I have the name of Miss Agatha Crumb. Huh. But, uh, yeah, nothing in my notes. Um, he's probably there. I'd say we should just say hello. It's only polite. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd, his church. I agree. I agree. Thank him. We should thank him for, for allowing us to visit. Okay. So as you, you walk around to the back of the church, um, there's like a couple of little steps up to the door, and it's a little wooden arched door. There's a window next to it. You can see there's like some little plants in the windowsill mm. and so forth. Um, and, and who's going to knock on the door? Only one of you can really go up at a time. I'm happy to knock. Okay. So Sylvia, you knock, and after a couple seconds, you can hear creaking floorboards, and uh, the door opens, and there is an old man. <sighs> he looks like he's probably ninety. He's uh-huh. uh, he's uh, very thin, uh, sort of hunched over. He has uh, a bit of a beard, and uh, he's dressed all in black. Mm. Um, in fact, it's it looks like a cassock. So it's right. It's, okay. It's a black cassock. And, and he says, yes, my dear, what can I do for you? Uh, hello, my, my name's Sylvia Wiggins. I'm, I'm here f- uh, with, with uh, my group from uh, 
the um, St. Bernadette's in Kingsport. Uh, we're touring around uh, visiting uh, different churches and uh, we just wanted to, to drop in and, and say hello. Are you the, the father of this church? Oh, yes, I'm Father Gregory. Father Gregory, um, it was a pleasure to meet you. Yes, uh, yes I, I believe that Agatha told me that you would be coming. Yes, yes, we've just met her. You've got a lovely, lovely church. We, we, we've enjoyed um, having a look around immensely. Would you like to come and meet the ladies? Uh, of course, of course. Uh, give me just a moment. And he, uh, he goes back inside and you think you hear him running the sink like he's washing his hands or something like that. And uh, then he comes back outside and he's straightened up his cassock. And, um, he says, ah, you ladies, uh, how are you? And uh, I'm very glad to meet you. Hello, Father. Hello. How do, how do you do? Uh, he says, well, you know, welcome to our church. It's, uh, uh, it, it, it's lovely in a... It, 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 it's visually beautiful, yes, uh, but um, he says it, it has its it has its problems. He says it can be quite cold in the winter. Mm. He says it would never it would never had central heating. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been here, Father? Oh, I've been the priest here for the last twenty years at least. I was an old man when I got here, and I'm still an old man. I can't seem to die. Oh, if you don't mind, how old are you? I'm 92 years old. Ah, God bless. Where were you before? Oh, before that, I was in... uh, (laughs) I was was in... uh, uh, Kennebunkport? New Davenport. uh, (laughs) Yeah, Kennebunkport, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was over there in that place. Oh, oh yes, I, I, I spend weekends there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody. Knows I've never people. been, but I, I hear it's lovely. <laughs> In the spring, yeah. In the Castle spring. Rock, Castle Rock, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's where all those vampires are. Oh right, Lodge. Oh right, of course. <laughs> well, uh, would you like tea? You could make some tea. Uh, Virginia, nice. do we do we have time for for tea? Oh, um, maybe. He says, I, "I'm afraid I don't have much room, though. It's a rather little place." Here, I'll show you. I'll show you where we live. And uh, just a quick tour. I don't want to put you out yeah. and have to make tea. Now, when you go inside, you, you notice things like there's some very nice furniture. It's very old looking, very ornate. Um, the kind of stuff that you'd find in a Catholic rectory. Um, mm. They have some very nice things. They're not. They don't. They belong to the church. They don't belong to the, the priest. So, in mm. um, as an allmances, his his he he wouldn't show you his bedroom. But if you were to see his bedroom, it's very plain, you know. Um, and uh, his kitchen is is very small and very plain. Uh, but he manages to, you know, make you tea and all of that. And then uh, it's time for you to leave. I mean, you, you, you run out <laughs> yeah. of way and, and chit-chat about. Um, so you can see Agatha's house. It's a beautiful, big house, more like a mansion. Um, 
can tell from the way that Agatha was dressed, she's got money, you know, and uh, probably the only reason why she lives out here is just because this is her ancestral home and mm. nobody else lives out here with her. But uh, um, I'll assume that you go there. So as you approach the house, you can see that it's, uh, it's very well kept. Um, there are a couple of other cars outside, uh, probably from some of the other church ladies. And um, the place is lit up. So it's, it's not, it's, it looks rather inviting. Uh, and uh, when you knock, Agatha greets you at the door. Please, ladies, please come in. I'm so glad that you came. Thank you for having us. What a lovely place you have. Lovely. So she brings you in and she shows you around a little bit, but she shows you the front room and she shows you the dining room and, and uh, there's upstairs, but she doesn't, she doesn't take you upstairs. Um, she suggests, however, she said, you know, I was thinking, she says, I don't know where you were planning on staying tonight, but you're welcome to stay here. Uh, I've got seven or eight empty rooms upstairs. I, she probably knows how many rooms she has upstairs. Seven rooms upstairs that are empty uh, and they're all clean. And so you can each have your own room. Oh, that's, it's almost preordained. This it'll is be wonderful. Far, it'll be far more comfortable than, uh, than uh, any, any other place that you might find. So Virginia looks at you and says, well, ladies, do you think that's uh, acceptable? What do you think, I'm sorry, what was that, Mary? Well, I said well, I was just saying, what do you think, Virginia? We've we've already made reservations, have we not? Well, I can call and uh don't worry about it. I think that it's a lovely idea. Okay. Um I lean over to, to Mary and just sort of whisper in her and I said, um I hope we don't have the same uh, uh, thing happen that what happened last night. If we're all in some stranger's house, that'll be quite strange, uh, you know, annoying to have to explain. Perhaps we could share a room again, if you wish. If if, I think it, I think if it's possible that yes. I'd, I'd prefer that. Yes. So, um, Agatha says to you, she says, you know, please make yourself comfortable. She takes you into like the, the living area. Make yourself comfortable. Um, uh, Prudence and I are in the kitchen. Uh, we're working on the meal and it should be, uh, oh, probably about a half an hour. Um, some of the other ladies may be arriving. Um, uh, you, I, I didn't introduce you to all of them, but I will over dinner. Do you, do you need any help with, with the cooking? Oh, I, I love to cook. So. Oh, no, no, no. Your guests in my house. No, 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 no. Like this. No. And uh, she probably says some Bible quotes or something or other to the um, how you're supposed to treat guests. Um, she says, so, so make yourself at home. Uh, and she points. She says, you know, there's, there's alcohol there. And if you want to drink or if you want to make yourself something, go right ahead. And she leaves. you. So now you're all alone in this room with each other. You're all alone and, with each other. And Virginia. And Virginia, yeah. 
And you look at Virginia, and Virginia's sitting there for a moment. She's looking around. She's really impressed with, because there's some wealth here, you know. And she's, well, she's just looking around. What would you guys like to do? It's a pretty nice place. Impressive. Wander. I wonder if she um she has any help or or anything because it's quite a large home for for just one old lady. Sure is. I don't know what I would do with a home this big. She must spend all day long. I bet you she gets the church ladies to help clean. Well. That that church itself is pretty bloody spotless. So if they're doing this place and the church, God. Do I see any servants? No. Big place for one woman to be living alone. I think we should I, explore. Oh, I, I, I'd like to explore. <laughs> she, she might have one of those little... Um, those little robot vacuum cleaner things. I, I saw them. I saw them on the shopping channel. Oh, you think yeah. so? They're little. They're little looking robots. around. You know, you know, oh, um, I don't like the I, idea. I I bought a toy a long time ago. I bought a toy for my children. Oh, it was back in the nineteen seventies. It was called a Simon, and it was a little round thing with lights on it. I remember that game. And they they um, it's a little robot. It looks like a Simon. But it, it just it, it, it sort of just sort of walks or I don't know. It isn't it isn't it called a mumbo or a mambo? Mambo? A mambo, that's what it is. Mambo or something and it and it and it, 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 it goes around your house. It it sort of mambos around your house and, and sucks up all your dirt dust. Virginia sort of wanders over and she she gets to a door and she like opens. And she peeks in. She's like, hmm, the hallway. And and then she sort of wanders away from it and starts looking around. What do you guys want to do? Hallway. Sylvia, come. We'll go take a look down here. Okay. And I follow up. Okay. Um, I'm going to um. Are you fr- did I just freeze then? <laughs> no. I'm, no. Um, I'm going to um, take a look around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what, what's there? You know, whether there, there are any nice sort of um, knickknacks or paintings or things to look at? Yeah. <laughs> She's got a lot of object to art. Um, <laughs> do you want to do a sleight of hand roll? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, 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 um, <laughs> I'm exercising an air of cautious restraint. Yeah, well, we're spinning the night here, so he's just casing the joint right now. Just having a look, just having a look about. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just enjoying the house. 
I want to run no my... Harm in that. I don't know what you're insinuating at all. I, I think I, 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 I really don't know what you're talking about. There are moments, Edna, as you're walking around the room where you are aware of the room around you. And there are a few moments where you see some object art where all of your focus goes right like that to the object in front of you. Uh, but you restrain yourself. Uh, Dorothy, I, you were going to say something? I, I want to run my finger along one of the ledges by the door and see if there's any dust. Because this place is too clean for one woman to be living here. There's a little dust. Okay. Now I feel better. Yeah. In a place like this, she'd have to dust every single day mm -hmm. to keep the dust down. Um, all right. Um, what else, what, where are you guys going? Imagine, imagine... You can make part of this up because I don't have a map of the house, but you're in a big house and there's rooms and there's things. So if you want to go take a look somewhere, go right ahead and tell me. I want to look out the windows. Okay. Like you can see this one down. Outside. You can see the, the car parked out in the driveway. Um, beep, beep. Not particularly flower gardens around, not this, this time. This is fall. Uh, you can see that she has some roses, but they're in decline right now because we're heading towards winter and uh, we're heading towards fall, really. Um, there's a few trees around her house that are beginning to change color. Uh, but for the most part, this looks normal. Okay. Um, well, Sylvia and I are going down that hallway to take okay. a look at down there. Yeah. All right, so We're bonding, bonding on this trip to mm. tormented souls. Well, I guess technically four. Four. All right, you head down the hallway, and I would like you to do a uh, a luck roll. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so you head down the, the, the hallway, you open up one door and it's a closet and there's things in there. There's umbrellas hanging up. Um, there's a lot of old coats and jackets that look like they haven't been worn in a while. Some of them are men's jackets and they definitely look like they haven't been worn in a while. Um, uh, there's also, I should say there's, there's like a lot of fireplaces. There's fireplaces in most of the rooms. Uh, the, the smaller the room, the smaller the fireplace, the bigger the room, the bigger the fireplace. Mm. Um, of course it's not cold enough though to light them. So they're, uh, they're not lit. They're all cold. Um, you don't see anything in particular. How about, uh, how about Edna and Dorothy? What do you guys do that? Um, I won't go go. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I wasn't sure what I was going to say, so I was happy you jumped in. <laughs> well, um, I, I was I was going to um, see if there are any uh, bookshelves or anything. Um, there's kind of a hallway to one side that has it's lined with bookshelves. Um, I'm, just, I'm just curious to know what kind of books 
she's I mean, are they old books in here or? Mm. Um... You find cooking books and you find uh, church books and you find literature and uh, it's a nice, tidy little library. Uh, it's 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 well maintained. It's it's clean. Um, but if you were to guess, you'd say that a lot of the books haven't been moved in a long time. You know, mm. um, probably people who lived here with her earlier uh, collected these things, and there might be a few things that she's moved just because you know some old literature books, maybe Shakespeare or uh, Melville or, or something like that, that it looks like she's thumbed through. Um, but once but no, again, nothing, nothing comparable with the books that we found in the... the uh, no, nothing like uh, that. Nothing old. Strange, um, given that the family's been here for so long. What you do find, though, is a good collection of uh, Catholic theology and... Uh, She's got some of the patristic writings of the of the patristic fathers, and um, she obviously is a reli she's religious. I mean, so are all all of you, and so is all, are all the, the ladies at the thing. So she's got her stuff that she reads, um, but she's also got things like, uh, you know, everything I er everything I learned I learned from in kindergarten, you know, stuff like that. Um. All right, so you guys, you guys fiddle around for a while, and eventually, um, uh, the door just opens. The, the 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 front door opens, and some of the ladies start appearing. And uh, they apparently don't knock; they just come in. They know that they're invited. They know they're coming here. They know that Agatha's probably busy, so they come in, um, uh, and uh, very quickly they're. Uh, you have at least uh, six other women who show up. Uh, they they uh, introduce themselves. Uh, there's Bridget Green. Uh, she's a little Irish woman. Uh, there's Josephine Wilkins. Uh, there's Mary uh, Gump. There's Lily Prentice, Lily Prentice, and Daisy Summers. And they all seem just like other church ladies. Do I see any wedding rings in any of them? Yeah, some of them have wedding rings. Some of them don't. Mm -hmm. um, but when you start inquiring, you find that almost all of them have lost their husbands. There's like one woman who still has a husband. but All the other ones mm -hmm. have lost their husbands over the years. They're, they're old. Men tend to die earlier anyway. Um, so Agatha announces, please, you know, dinner is served and, uh, you all go in and you have a rather lovely dinner, uh, food's delicious. Um, uh, the wine flows, uh, none of you get drunk, but, uh, uh, everything gets finished and cleaned up rather quickly. Now, do you guys want to talk? Do you want to talk about anything with her? Do you want to ask questions or anything like that while you're um, Yeah, I, I guess I um, so we, we were having a um a look around your your church and we found your I, guess, I suppose library um 
and um, we, we, we found quite a, quite an interesting book, quite a, quite an old book. Um, oh. Who was the author of that, Dottie? Oh, um, what was the name again? I forgot to write that William, down. William Perkins. William Perkins. <sighs> she says William Perkins. There was a blight on humanity, she says. Uh, we, we did think it was quite a strange strange book to, to, for you to have at the, the church. Well, a lot of those books were inherited by the church uh, from before. And, uh, you know, we're not exactly uh, book burners here. Uh, there's nothing wrong with having heretical books, uh, as mm-hmm. long as you understand their heresy. And, and uh, you know, it, it, and she sort of winks at you and she says, it's good to know who the enemy is and, what, and the way they think. Ah, I see. She says, you know, most of the people in this room right here uh, have ancestors that go back centuries in this country. And some of those were persecuted as witches and burned at the stake or hung or whatever else they did. You know, it's... uh, it was a terrible shame because, of course, you know, such things don't really exist. They're, they're nonsense. And it's, it's amazing to think that a, a church leader would actually use his power to murder poor, innocent women who were probably just practicing folk magic or folk, folk medicine. I meant Right. I agree. That William Perkins is is one of the ones who started it all. He he deserves every kind of punishment for what he did. I hope he's burning in hell. Well, he's not Catholic, so of course he is. Well, not everybody Catholic doesn't burn in hell, but he certainly should be. And, he, and she sort of, Agatha sort of looks around at the other church ladies in the room. And she says, if, if given the chance, I think that we'd all like to have old William Perkins back so that we could give him a piece of our mind. Ask a question, please, Tom. Of course, yeah. Um, how many church women are there? Including you? No, just the ones from this town. Uh, there are eight. Eight. Okay. So there's 13 in total. Yep. <sighs> now, I want to watch what they're doing when they're talking about Perkins and stuff, and I'm going to kind of like mimic. Like, if they're nodding in agreement, I'm nodding in agreement. If they're like that, I'm lightly not making fun of them, just trying to go along with whatever their their mood of, of the conversation is. Well, being, being the expert in the theology that you are, um, you can tell that Agatha's theology, although you, it might be Catholic, it's a little extreme, you know, you're not supposed to wish uh-huh. people were in hell, but people are also flawed. Um, 
but she seems to have a particular beef with William Perkins for some place. She obviously looks like she reads a lot. Right. Um, she doesn't seem very forgiving, though, for uh -huh. things uh, may, may, may I ask, um, were, were your family living here? During, I, I take it your family were living here during the, 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 the witch persecutions? Well, the Crumb family goes back at least that far, probably farther, probably before there was a church built here. Right. And so it's it's just you in this this big house. Yeah, it is now. There was a time when I was a younger woman when there were, um, oh, I'd say at least eight or nine people living here. In my, such a such a large home to be looking after by yourself. Do you have any help? Well, sometimes the church ladies help. The other, the altar society helps. Me. Um, was there a well, Mister Crumb? Oh yes, of course. Uh, uh, he died fifteen years ago. Oh, sorry. Yes, uh, it's okay. It's uh, everybody dies. I'm sure he's in heaven now. Um, uh, my, I, I had three sons. They've all moved out. Um, they come back to visit once in a while, um, usually on Thanksgiving or Christmas. Um, they have lovely families. I've had grandchildren in the house. It's a nice place. But it is big, and I'm getting older. Going up and down the stairs is not so easy. Mm. My grandson said that he would install one of those uh, chair lifts, but... Uh, uh, and she just she just sort of says, "Well, you've you've seen the stairs, and the woodwork on them is just magnificent. Why would you put a horrible chairlift?" Mm. Agrees. So it takes me ten minutes to go upstairs. <laughs> I'm I'm exaggerating. You know, God helps those who help themselves. Mm -hmm. So. So. Um, she serves dessert. She serves coffee. Um, uh, I, I've, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, you, you can, uh, uh, I don't care which rooms you have. If you go up the stairs and to the right, those uh, five rooms will work for you. Uh, you can just choose which ones you want. It's, it's um, very kind of you. Thank you, thank you for your, your, your wonderful hospitality. Of course. Uh, until then, uh, you know, make yourselves at home. Uh, relax. Be comfortable. Um, did you say earlier that you knit? Um, well, I, 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 I do knit, but um, I, I, I mainly um, embroider. I, I, I do the cross-stitch. Oh, cross-stitch. How lovely. I bought some cross-stitch. And you mentioned that you like to do those Sudoku puzzles. I don't know. Yes. I don't know how, that's, how those work. Oh well, I, I just I enjoy the numbers. I'm I'm quite good with numbers, so they they keep my my mind alert. Well, if you don't mind, uh, I'm going to go upstairs for a while uh, and uh, and have a bit of a rest. But I'll probably be back down later. And hmm. uh, uh, some of the uh, and she looks to the other ladies. She says, You're welcome to stay if you want, or 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 whatever. And uh, anyways, she dismisses herself. So once again, you're kind of there. 
Some of the ladies begin cleaning up. They clean up the, the table. They go into the kitchen. Oh, um, I'll, 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 I'll I help out cleaning this. That's... Well, they kind of, once again, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Your guests, your guests, your guests. Please, please just enjoy yourselves. I, I um, look over to, to Virginia and I say, um, oh, uh, Virginia, we, we saw that you um, seem to have lost something in the car the other night. Um, you went back to the car to look for something. Did did you find what it is? Whatever it was that you you'd misplaced. She looks at you oddly for a moment, and then she goes, "Oh, my comb! I my comb must have slipped out of my purse." No, oh, I I've got some uh, a spear if if you would like, like a a comb. It's oh, okay. I, you have a what? A, a spear comb. Spare. She says, uh, "Um, <laughs> I thought that was a spear." <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, she says, oh, I found it. I found it. Oh, I'm so glad. And uh, Virginia looks around. She says, I'm for more exploring. This place, this is a big place. Mm. Yeah, Perhaps right. we should go um, look at the rooms. All right. Yes. So I'll move forward a little bit. You guys go upstairs. You look at your rooms. They're nice. They're lovely. Um, and once again, and you begin exploring. Um, eventually, uh, let's do a luck roll as to who who sees this first. I think you're all kind of together. No. Ooh, 12. I'm sick of my luck rolls tonight. <laughs> yeah, I felt 68. Okay. That's a fail. Okay, so Sylvia <laughs> is kind of spearheading it, and she walks up. She opens up a door, and it's 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 a door that sort of adjoins. It doesn't adjoin the dining room, but it's across the hall from the dining room. Yeah. And you open it up, and it's a similar room to the dining room. But in this room, there is a round table in the center of the room, and there are 13 chairs all around the table and in the center of the table is a brass looks like a brass candy dish of some sort mm -hmm. and setting in the middle of the candy dish is something or some things they look like rocks they're kind of pearlescent looking rocks right. uh, you also notice at one end of the table there is a, a, a book. This one uh, looks old, weather-beaten, falling mm. apart. Um, the room is fairly dark, except that there's a lamp in the center of the room. I, you, are um, standing, I, you are standing at the door, looking. I uh, beckon the others over, going, uh, like whispering, is going, oi, you lot, come, come have a look at this. This is quite bizarre, quite strange. And I get them over and I, I step into the room and I usher them all in and close the door. Hmm. Dottie, Mary. look at that book. You know books. What is that? I don't know. It's like a Scooby-Doo adventure. <laughs> mm -hmm. I look over. Is there a title on the book? Yeah. And this time you realize that it's the same book. It's not the same book, but it's 
it's William Perkins, uh, the uh, discourse on, what was it? The discourse on the damned art of witchcraft. Only this is a manuscript. Handwritten. Oh Handwritten. my God. And it is much fatter. Big fat thing. Um, ladies, this is, this is very peculiar. I'm looking, I'm going to open it a little to see if the, there's a date or anything on it. Do a, a spot hidden for me. 55 out of 50. Spin the lock. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, you see that there's a bookmark. Um, um, I look at the page that it's um, marking. Uh, it marks a place where uh, William Perkins has detailed uh, some of the damnable spells used by the witches and uh, they're in kind of uh, old uh, Elizabethan English um, but one of them that's marked um, on at first glance you would say that what it says is summon the slain of theologians oh um, there's also a piece of paper that go that that's that's written with a notebook paper. Um, it says basically uh, something to the extent of I found this this spell supposedly used by witches that will allow me to summon forth the spirit of someone who is dead, as long as I have a piece of their body. Oh. Do an education roll, though, for me. Educate. All right, hold on one second. Oh. 19 out of 50. Is that a hard? Hard, hard not extreme. It's a hard. Okay. Um, when you look at it, you think there's something wrong with the translation in English from the old, old English, but you can't quite put your finger on how it's being mistranslated, but it's definitely there's spots that, that are misunderstood, especially like the S's and the F's and the, the things like that. So it's, it's kind of a primitive translation. Um, I would like the other three of you to do a spot hidden. Now, I'm also kind of very quietly repeating what I'm reading to them. So they are all, we're all on the same page. Right. You know, I think there's a mistranslation here. I can't really, you know. Um, I got a 33 out of 50. I got a 72 out of 40. Fail, fail, fail for me. Um, well, what the two of you who made it, you suddenly realize that on the chairs, sort of draped over the back of each chair, is a robe, a black robe. You thought it was actually part of the chair, but you realize they're... Oops. Can I go over to the book? Mm -hmm. And as you said, it's a manuscript, so I'm assuming that it's like loose papers? 
Right. It's a, it's a folio, I guess. Right. So t- is there any, like at the back, is there any like blank pieces of manuscript that just haven't been used or anything like that? Nothing like that. Okay. Um, Virginia pipes up and she says, if it, if it brings back somebody from the dead, somebody's spirit that you can talk to, Sylvia, do you have anything of your late dead husband's? Do I? You decide. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I, um, I have his wedding ring. Blew his nose I, <laughs> I have his, his wedding go. ring, and it's on a chain around my neck. Hmm. What do you think, ladies? Oh, oh Virginia, no. No. Oh. You can find out oh, if he's no. in heaven. No, I, I don't need to, to do any spell. I, I know my, my Seamus is in heaven. But wouldn't you want to know for sure? I must say, though, I, I'm, I'm somewhat worried that, uh, that all this is in this, this house. Is anyone else somewhat confused by these, you know, 13 chairs and these, these robes and whatever this is in the middle of the, the table and this book itself? It's, you know, I, I think there's, there's more. Certainly, and this is, this is, this, this, this is very, very strange, and 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 I would say rather unacceptable as well. I mean, this is this is this is witchcraft. These these people are that 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 clearly, this is dabbling with the occult. On the book, is it everything's written one-sided? No, it's written on both sides. It's written on both sides, and the, and you said there's like a notebook, piece of paper next to the one about the spells. Right. Um. Well, before you can actually do anything, you suddenly hear the floors in here are all wood. Mm. Uh, you can hear steps coming down the hall, and Uh-oh. before you can even really react to it, the doors behind you open, and Agatha is standing there, and she has the church ladies behind her. Uh-oh. And they say, well, ladies, you've, uh, you've found our little secret. And she comes inside, uh, moving towards the table, and the other ladies sort of file in like a flock of birds behind her. I want to look what's in the bowl as they're walking in. You said there was a brass bowl? Yeah, and oh. in the brass bowl, there are four stones, it looks like. They're about that big. Um, they're somewhat smooth. They have an unusual color and texture. They're kind of yellowish white. Um, do, uh, I don't know, do you have any kind of natural world or or uh, uh, just base? Uh, maybe a praise? No? I have a praise, but... Oh, yeah, I do. I have 50 of a praise sign. 37 out of 50. Well, they've almost got a pearl-like um, look to them. They're not—they're not round. They're—they're they're smooth, but they're not really round. And um, as you're staring at them, Agatha, uh, who sees you staring at them, 
she says, those are his bladder stones. Sorry, his bladder stones? She says, uh, it was tricky to get a hold of them, but those are uh, William Perkins' bladder stones. Apparently, the witch, the witches who he persecuted cursed him and he died a horrible, excruciating death of the stones. And if you haven't already guessed, we're going to bring him back and make him pay for what he did to our ancestors. We're going to bring righteous judgment upon him. At this well, we point, I, I uh, put my hand in my bag. The world with that will be all. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> um, at this point, I put my hand in my bag, which I'm keeping something else that belonged to my husband. Um, and I've just put my hand on it, so I've, I've, I can feel it, and it's in my hand. I haven't brought it out of the bag or anything yet, but I've just—it's—it's it's a little bit of protection. Did you clear that with me? <laughs> just now, I did. Because somebody else asked for something like that, and I told him no. Okay, that's um, right. I checked. Uh, she says, uh, she says, ladies, we are not witches. We're Christians. We're here to bring righteous judgment down upon this evil man. She says, all I need from you is witness. And she sort of does this with her ladies and some of them grab robes and they bring oh. them over to you and they say so they grab us i was like no, no they don't they put the, i mean they they grab these robes and they bring them over to you and they say put them on what the hell rob robe on are, are you gonna put it on mary yes all right i i look at mary and who just puts the robe straight away. And I, I look at the, the lady who's, who's giving me the robe and I, I gave her, I, I look daggers at her and um, very reluctantly take the robe out of her hands and, and put it on. But I give her a definite look of that, you know, I could take her. <laughs> Probably could take her. But you probably yeah. couldn't take all of them. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm giving them all this look of like, yes, I may be an old lady, but don't push me too far because Edna, these are my friends. I could take all of them. <laughs> yeah. It, Screw it. Let's all just do a punch up. Is uh, there a fireplace in this room? Uh, there is, but it's not lit. Right. But is there pokers and dust uh, there aren't. Damn it. Okay. Um, you feel... You feel intimidated. Okay. By these okay. Ones. They're kind of looming. They're also putting robes on themselves. Well, I mean, look, I, I, I'll, I'll put the robe on for now. But... If if I don't like the way this is going, I I reserve the right to make a hoo ha. Can I do a sleight of hand to get the the notebook piece of paper? No. 
Damn it. <laughs> Agatha, Agatha has moved over to that position. Next. Dang it. Um, uh, Dottie, you put the robe on? Uh, yeah. The last one to do it, but I do it. All right. Does Agatha Virginia says, put the... Uh, yeah, they all... Uh, yes, Virginia does. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Virginia seems compliant. Um, Too compliant? <laughs> um, Agatha says, have a seat. And she says, don't make me tie you down. Why on earth would you have to tie us down? Because that makes me concerned. You have to stay here and watch. Um, I sit right next to, can I sit right next to um, Agatha? Uh, no. Okay. She wants you across from her so that she can see you. But she says, uh, she says, ladies, I'm doing this for womankind everywhere. This man was a horrible person. Oh, please don't don't throw um throw your in with a, a, our lot, please. Well, the other ladies assist you to get into your chairs and sit there, and you can see that they actually have rope, if necessary, to to keep you in your seats. Uh, How many of there's eight of them? There's eight of them. And there's five of you, so 13 total. Oh, I've and got a feeling that I reckon there's four of us. I don't think Virginia's going to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> she sets you, you guys all sat down in the chairs, and uh, uh, Agatha goes over, and she pulls out from her robes a, sil uh, 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 a probably bronze, bronze dagger and lays it on the table next to the book. And then she goes into a 15-minute diatribe about the evils of this William Perkins and why all of his theology is wrong and, and uh, what, a, what a bastard he was. And um, vengeance, vengeance is, she's, she's completely twisting the scriptures and saying, you know, vengeance is what we are deserved in this because uh, he died before he could be truly punished for his crimes. And then she says, all right. Uh, she says, let's, let's begin. And she opens up the book. She's got her little note paper sitting there. And she begins to uh, chant this, this phonetically written spell. And as she does, she gets louder and louder. And some of the other women have responses. That they, that they say back in some strange, guttural-sounding foreign language. And as you're looking at these bladder stones, as she calls them, in the bowl, you begin to see a thin sort of wisp of smoke begin to rise up out of these, these stones. And the stones themselves seem to almost be melting and suddenly, abruptly, this sort of gooey liquid spills out over the bowl and onto the table and begins to gain mass. It gets bigger and bigger. And this thing doesn't look anything like the spirit of some guy it looks like a huge blob of jello 
with things inside of it. And as you look in horror, part of this thing opens up and you find an eyeball staring at you, a big eyeball. And tentacles begin to reach out from this thing. Agatha begins, she immediately stops. The other ladies stop and look in horror. And as you're staring, two of these tentacles reach out and grab Agatha and yank her up on forward up onto the table. And then this thing flows across her. And as it does, you, you can hear her call out in pain until this thing hits her face and then it, she's enveloped and you can see the blood and the skin slumping off of her skull. Sanity rolls, please. Jesus. Uh. Did, Agatha, did I mention to tell you you mistranslated that? <laughs> 23. I got a pass. I got a 10. 96. Fail, fail, fail. I got a 65, which is just about a pass. All right. 69 I've got, so just make if, if you passed, 1d6. 1d6. If you failed, 1d20. Whoa. Oh, uh, I don't uh, think uh, I've rolled a 1d20 in this game ever. I, I got a 5. 7. <laughs> Sylvia, what'd you get? I got a 4. Uh, Dorothy, what'd you get? I four four points of uh, sound. Right. So Dorothy and Sylvia, you you scream out in terror, but you're you're not you're terrified. But that's that's mm. you're not insane. Um, Edna, um, what you suddenly notice is that in this thing that's on the table are all these little trinkets that you've stolen over the years and that the creature is going to reach for you and hold you and probably beat you to death with all of these trinkets. At least that's what your mind is telling you is about to happen. Um, Mary. Yes. Uh, you suddenly realize that you're sitting there completely naked uh, and that thing is going to put its tentacles all over you and inside you, and you're absolutely out of your mind with terror. Yeah. Um, but now I will ask you all, what are you going to do? I'm running for the door. Yep, jump up, run. Okay. I flip the table. Yeah. Oh, you can't flip the, flip the table. I, I, it's if, if I'm sitting, if I'm sitting against it, or I'm at least shoving the table so that I can. You're an old lady. No, <laughs> she's strong, but <laughs> this is a big old giant wooden table. Uh, I'm trying to to shove the table enough for. I guess can I can I how far shove, is the bowl in the, the middle? Table, your chair goes back instead of your the table moving. How far am I from the bowl in the middle? Um, about three feet. So if I leaned out and whacked the bowl off the table. Oh, this the bowl is pretty much underneath this thing at this point. Gosh. Um yeah, no, in that oh, case no. I I um I it, just get up and Okay. Bolt You're with the guild. It's a good, good idea though, turning the 
knocking the table over, like yeah. our Lord with the money changes. Yes. I start recanting the Lord's Prayer and heading for the hills. Okay. The thing continues to grow, by the way. And the other ladies, the church group, immediately try to get up. One of them is immediately seized by the thing and drawn into it. And this massive, ob this massive mass of stuff begins to roll off the table. And it hits one of the walls uh, towards the side, and the wall itself crack and give way at the way. Oh my gosh! Um, the way you're all scrambling to get to the door. Where's Where's Virginia? Mm. Uh, Virginia. I mean, even is, in this state, I want to make sure Virginia's with us. She's got the car keys. Virginia is running with you. Okay, so she's with you at this point. Um, so you're going out into the hall, and you can hear crashing and smashing as this thing is reaching out and trying to grab some of these other church ladies and uh, and and eat them i care not one whit for church ladies mm. i'm i clear. could not give less of a shit <laughs> you don't have to be fast but you have to be faster than them ladies hustle hustle that's right knock them down run i'm um, glad i went for those walks with dotty now <laughs> One of you notices, and I, I didn't write down which Bible verses. I, get, I wrote down the name of the Bible verse, but I didn't write the Bible verse. Um, one of you notices that the, uh, the creature, when it kills someone, when it grabs someone, it stops advancing until it has consumed that person. So you have moments of hesitation when the thing is not moving. It's preoccupied. Huh. It's feeding on the dead. Well, we need to knock people down as we run. All right. Uh, have you all do a dexterity roll to see, because the other ladies are trying to get out the door too. Seventy-two. I found it by two points. Ninety-six out of sixty. Oh, I fail as well. I got a seventy out of forty. I think my hip just went. Somehow, Mary dances through the air up and over everybody <laughs> in the way, and heads out the door. Oh, if uh, there's anyone in my way, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Yeah, exactly. I'm, can I just grab some of the women that aren't with us? And just throw them or like clock them in the face or something. <laughs> so we do a grapple roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be <laughs> natural one. Boom. All right. Uh, Bloody I'm, haymaker. I'm just, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna um just barge them. Okay. Just literally just run through them. Uh Edna, you you punch little Irish Bridget Green in the face, and uh, Sylvia, you grab her by the scruff of her neck, just fling her. Do you fling Stitch her? Do you fling her towards the thing or away from the thing? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking at where the. Th I'm getting her out of our way. All right, so I just throw her. Do a luck roll for me. Okay. <laughs> I got a 29 out of 70. 
all right you you toss the thing and it lands right in front of the creature and the mm. creature's next meal is poor Bridget. I'm going to have you guys do more sanity rolls. I told you that was a bad idea. But, uh, but we'll wait with for the yak right? oh, Okay. Moment you're in the, in the heat of the moment. Um, uh, uh, Dottie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the two of them in front of you beating the hell out of people trying to get out of the room. Uh, Mary, is, Mary is out of the room and in the hallway. Um, uh, I was going to say, I'll turn around and Try and let them get out and see if I can push. I'm strong, so I'll punch anybody and try and throw them in front of the. Okay. Um, what's going to do a grapple? Grapple? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch them. Just knock them down. Okay. 46. So would that be unarmed or? It's unarmed, yeah. Yeah, 46 out of 60. Oh, okay. You're, you're a tough fighter. Um yeah. Yeah, you elbow a couple of them out of the way. And uh, we'll say that the other three of you have reached the door. Uh, Virginia just rolled a 99. Oh. Oh. The thing uh, reaches out and it grabs her and wraps a tentacle around her neck and uh, snaps her back. And as you guys look back in that moment, a huge sort of mouth with big incisors has formed and it lifts Virginia into the mouth and then bites down and cuts her clean in half. Oh, took her top half. Yeah. Holy Mary mother. Of so God. I'm guessing that's a sanity roll there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, everybody do a luck roll and we'll see if you get out of the house. All right. I got a 34 out of, 54, so pass. I got a five for my sanity roll. Okay. Oh, God, yeah. I got my luck. I've, I've just gone so nuts that I didn't even notice. And I passed my luck by a point. And a one for my luck roll. <laughs> I got a 20 on my luck, and my sanity is 32. So I, yes, I passed that. A, a one for my luck roll. Um, so not only do I succeed in doing whatever we're rolling a luck roll for, but um, you succeed very I've, well. I've just found a uh, hundred dollar down there as well. Oh, you got a, <laughs> a wad of cash. Look at that! Look, there's loads of money down there. <laughs> as you're I running, that, I think that for Edna, run. <laughs> what what she is visualizing is a kind of a closet opened up. And all of these things that she's stolen have formed a kind of monster that are chasing her. As a result, <laughs> she leaps out one of the windows. Oh, God. That's her one. She just leaps out of the window, goes right through it, and lands on her feet outside. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Mary, you've, you've gotten to the door because you got a, a previously really good role. Uh, Sylvia, how did you do? With your, um, I luck. I passed my luck by one. Okay, you've you've also moved towards the front door, Dorothy. Twenty out of forty-three. Uh, twenty out, yeah, twenty out of forty-five for luck. Okay, and... so that's that's a hard. Um, yeah, so you're there too. You're all three of you are at the door. One of you's gone out the window. Um, the crashing continues, and the whole wall in the hallway collapses as this thing smashes its way through 
the house. Um, is is the thing like it's? Can we see through it, or is it like solid? Is it solid? Partly. Yeah. Okay. Partly. It's like a gigantic, ginormous amoeba. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, outside the game, it's a shock off. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much a full-grown shock off at this point. Oh, damn um, it. Uh, I would like the three of you still in the house to do a luck roll. I'm sorry. Spot hidden roll, I meant. Uh, okay. That's not me, right? I still failed. Right. Uh, no. Uh, yes, it is you, Mary. Uh, Edna's outside. Oh, Edna, okay. All right. I've got a 22 a out of... Um, 22 out of 50. Okay. I got 48 out of 50. Well, you're in terror. You're, you're, you're heading for that door. You keep looking back in, in absolute horror. But those of you who passed your, your spot hidden, you notice that when it smashes through the wall, almost the entire contents of that bar, all of that alcohol pours all over one side of this, the Shoggoth, we'll, we'll call it from now on, even though you don't know that name. Ooh. And you notice that the creature immediately reacts to it uh, by pulling away from it. Uh, it's not really slowing down. It's going to go around another way, but hmm. it doesn't like the alcohol. It's an evangelical beast. <laughs> it was, it was formed in the prohibition, and it just doesn't like the alcohol. Uh, so what's your next? I pull out my two bottles of whiskey. <laughs> um, it doesn't like alcohol. Breathe on it. We should throw alcohol at it. <laughs> well, most of the alcohol, unless you've got some in your car, is. Uh, um, all right. So what are you going to do next, ladies? Uh, we'll start with Edna. You're outside. You hear all the crashing and screaming inside. They're being attacked by the Mormon Shoggoth. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, um, uh, run to Virginia's car. Okay. And um, I'm going to see if it's open. Um, 2009, it's locked. I'm going to look for a brick or a big rock. Okay, a luck roll. I think I've used up my good rolls for the night. You got a one. Now you're going to get like 87. 34 out of 50. That's not bad. That's a pass. Okay. You find a big, big round rock. Uh, now, luck roll to see if you actually can smash open the window. Right. Because if you watch YouTube videos, you know. <laughs> Well, I'm going to throw it at an angle so it doesn't bounce back and hit me in the face. Right. <laughs> well, if you're lucky. <laughs> 73 out of 50. That would be a no. Well, you, it, your, your rock smashes against the window, but it doesn't break the window. Oh, damn Chrysler and the resilient windows of their 2008 town and country. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they didn't have to recall it for the windows, did they? Mary, Cynthia, and uh, and Dorothy, you've you've flung open the door, and you're running down the porch 
and you can see uh, Edna over by the Chrysler, the 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 two thousand eight Chrysler Town and Country. <clears throat> I never gave us a color. It's brown. 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 It's a it's terrible country. color. A brown. Dysentery beige. Brown. I was, I was thinking tan for some reason. Anyway, yeah, tan, black. tan, brown. Yeah, champagne brown. Boring. <laughs> Do I still have my scarf, my head scarf thing on? No, that was okay. in the church. You wore that, but now you, you've taken it off. Might okay. be. Good. We don't have the keys. Do we run to the car? Or do we fight the thing? Run to the church. Well, I was going to say yes. Run to the church. Yes. Okay. Quickly, quickly to the house of God. Okay. That'll help. I'm with you. Certainly a demon can't cross, cross the threshold of a church. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> um, we'll say that, you know, you, you ponder uh, your fate at the, at the car for a few moments and realize you can't get in. And even if you did, you don't have a key. Um, and then you turn and run towards the church. And as you turn and run towards the church, you hear crashing behind you. And the whole side of the house has blasted open. Uh, there's maybe two church ladies left that are trying to crawl away as this thing is grabbing them and then consuming them. So it's waiting for a few minutes. Um, well, say you reach the church and uh, you go through the doors. What do you do? Now, can you remind me how far from the church is the manse? Well, I'll say I'll say it's about a half a mile. So you've actually you've actually managed to run. So your hearts are racing. You should do a heart attack roll, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll cower. The only one who's not. Yeah, yeah. I guess I could. Let's say that when you get in the door, yeah, do a constitution roll just to see if you feel faint and you have to good. Stay. Eighteen. Forty-two out of sixty. Uh, I've got a 15, so that's a pass. One second. I got a 44 out of a 70. So you all, all you all did pretty good. Hey, those uh, those water aerobics classes. Are that's awesome. right. Thanks, Dottie. <laughs> You're welcome. Get um, some wine. Let's douse ourselves in wine. Yeah, oh, good idea. No, no, drink it. Pour it. <laughs> oh. Sacred wine that's in the altar is only for church. We're in church. church. <laughs> All right. All right. So you, you run up and you grab the wine. I'm going to light a candle. Oh, God. <laughs> Throw the candle light. at the alcohol. I'm going to light a candle and, 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 and I'm going to say a little prayer. You do that. Who dwells in the house of the Most High shall abide under the protection of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. Um, just as you look out of the uh, one of the stained glass windows where you come, you hear a horrible crunching sound as the thing smashes the 2008 Chrysler Town and Country. Damn um, it. Pretty oh, much in humanity. The humanity. <laughs> uh, Damn it, I left my chapstick in there. <laughs> uh, the thing, however, is it's sort of 
rolling around, and it looks like it might be heading towards the church. But as you are in there, I would like you once again all to roll sanity. Five. 81 out of 64. That's I got, I got 81 out of 54, so that's a fail. All right. Those of you who didn't pass, go ahead and roll me a, uh, let's say a 1d10. 1d10. A failure is 1d10, right? Yeah. Oh. Eight. Oh, I rolled a nine. I got a one. I rolled an eight. Sylvia, you have, um, you've got a real tough streak in you. Um... You know how your husband died. You know why your husband died. Uh, you know what you've been doing in the background. Mm. Um, you figured it might all end up this way. So, oh, not this way, but it might end up bad. So you're kind of pulling yourself together. Um, Edna. Um, oh, I'm fine. Don't worry about me. <laughs> Perfectly all right. Oh, this or oh, this is just peanut butter. Just playing with it. It's fine. I've put my cards away. <coughs> well, let's. And then you just begin to shake all over and uh, blank out. You don't want to deal with any of this. You want to just sit in, in, the, chi- in the, the, the pew and wait for it all to end. Um, whoever who also had the really bad roll. Um, eight. I took eight points. Not red mist. Not red mist. Presumably, I'm still holding my candle. Then. <laughs> well. You you start looking around if there's anything that you can use as a weapon. And you seem to remember that there are like usually spear-like candle holders somewhere in the altar area. And you think that you could fight this thing off if you're spear-like candle holder. Um, what do the other two want to do that uh, that just suffered a little bit of damage tower so we, we, we're covered in wine okay yeah doused yourself that too wine. um i i say to mary um i guess there's not much point in us barricading the door or anything because it's just gonna smash the wall um do we still have the cell phone can someone call for help who are you gonna call Ghostbusters. The army? <laughs> this is definitely a Ghostbusters thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, they will not arrive in time. I, I heard of um, two young men that sometimes deal with stuff like this. They're called the Winchester Brothers. <laughs> That's a reference. I don't know what you're talking about. Is that the Brothers Grimm? Uh, no, it's um, the Winchester Brothers are supernatural. Supernatural. Oh, oh, okay. I Sam and Dean. Oh, yeah, okay. The, the guys who keep having the gay scenes that uh, they're not actually gay. Like, they, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Um, 
let's uh let's kind of wrap this up a little bit i'm gonna say that despite the fact that the thing tears the doors off the church and tries to move inward it smells the alcohol on you and it simply decides to leave and go in another direction um you probably all have to be institutionalized once they find you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're old enough that that's probably the way you end in, in uh. institutions, but maybe in the same institution so you can keep each other. That's company. nice. Me and Mary still share a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but pretty much day. we'll end the story there. Uh, quick explanation for what was happening was Agatha thought that she could summon up the spirit of uh, William Perkins by having a piece of his body and then inflicting some sort of torture on him. She was, she was demented, obviously. What actually happened was this. Back in the... Uh, uh, let's see, Perkins, uh, Perkins died in 1602. Uh, he did die of bladder stones. At least that's what the official report was. What he actually died from was the cult of Nyarlathotep that he had managed to uh, kill some of their members. Uh, they summoned a Shoggoth to kill him. Huh. And what was left were not bladder stones, but were pieces of the Shoggoth. Uh, what the spell actually was, was not summon the slayer of theologians. I'm mean, summon the, the slain of theologians, but summon the slayer of theologians. Uh, so it basically reawoke the Shoggoth. Yeah. Uh, the Shoggoth would, would vanish uh, in the morning when the sun came up the uh, the uh, the spell would wear off, but all of your all of your little Bible verses had at least some clues to them. Throwing alcohol on it would, would uh-huh. bay, and hiding in the church was a good idea. Yep, and, uh, and things like that. So that I think mine good. was the one about the eating. Mine was the do not eat any animal that dies a natural death. You may let the foreigners who live among you eat it, or yeah. you may sell it to other foreigners. Which somehow equates to the thing eats the dead, and yeah, but, uh, yeah. Your eye is a lamp of the, of your body. When your eye is healthy, the whole body is full of light. But when it is diseased, the body is full of darkness. Which because yeah. the sun sunlight would would make it go away. Ah, uh. all right. Our players included Zane Fleming, Mick Swan, Jason Melnichok, and Sean Little. With yours truly as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We really enjoy reading them. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.